0: Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win, including boosted same-game parlays for the upcoming NBA action after the football season. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive a special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's Bet $10, Win $200 offer. Just bet $10 and win 200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit dot Download the app, bet big, and win bigger, and let's get after it. Bet 10 Win 200 is not available in Michigan. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER, and in Michigan, 1 800 270 7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1 889
1: 9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast.
2: Oh, boy. Mm. Ah.
1: Mark Titus is our guest today. He's going to run us through all the weekend action from the NCAA tournament. Going to preview some Sweet 16 games, talk about the hugs Jawan Howard gave out, the best teams remaining, St. Peter's remarkable run, some of the best players in the tournament, and could Gonzaga become the new Duke? Before Mark, we kick it off with a little Taddy Champs update. Chris and making give some takes on the weekend NCAA tournament action, talk best and worst uniforms, and we hit the highly anticipated Greenlight all vibes draft. After Mark, we're going to hit a couple stories from the NFL, some newsworthy moments, and Chris will give you his take. Enjoy your day, folks.
0: make it was really sad over the weekend john clayton passed
3: it was sad, uh, the professor uh we send our thoughts to his friends and family as well as to the friends and family of pete gillen
0: exactly i mean like honestly i wanted to actually eulogize john clayton a little longer before we made fun of rex chapman but that totally works i mean john clayton absolute legend and hadn't seen as much from lately actually i feel like the last i saw of him was the slayer commercial Somebody tweeted he was
3: the most non-big time big timer.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Good exactly. way to put it. And Pete Gillen was too. And Pete still Gillen is. was larger than life. Okay. Anybody that, that's listening and thinks that the former was it Providence before Virginia uh, head basketball coach, uh, yeah, Xavier was it Xavier? Both. Both. Anybody that listened to to this podcast and doesn't have the context of Rex Chapman, R.I.P.ing Pete Gillen, who is very much alive. The first time since 25 years ago when Pete Gillen had God Sham God, rest in, pe- rest in peace Pete Gillen. There you
3: go. And then I was like, is God Sham God dead? How
0: did he screw this up? But nope, God Sham God's still alive. Pete he also Gillen, said moist seven times.
4: Obviously, Nimhard hit huge shots. Moist. He got the team.
0: Moist. <laughs> <laughs> All down the stretch. Moist. <laughs> Rex, yikes, big yikes. There has to be like a PSA. I think like there needs to be kind of an educational process or period with older dudes and the word moist. Like you just can't say the word moist. No, he knew what he was doing.
3: You think he knew what he was doing? I watched that before the game, halftime after the game. He was trying to fuck with Candace Parker. It was very clear to me. Really? They had some sort of inside joke going on that he knew was going to derail. Sounded
0: like a one-sided inside joke. Yeah,
3: well, fair. Fair as fuck. But yeah, he derailed the entire set because okay, he's being so favorite a favorite announcer
0: on the weekend.
3: Favorite announcer on the weekend, doing games too? Yeah, sure. That Iron Eagle, Jim Spinarkel crew, I need outstanding. Outstanding crew. Good stuff. And uh, Nance, man. Nance makes it sound like a Final
0: Four. Speaking of the big tournament, the big dance, you want to say hello? Denton, Texas. Hello! What's going on, Denton?
3: Denton which is somewhere near Dallas, uh, hosted, of course, the uh, second round of the NIT on Sunday night uh, at 6 o'clock. Game went overtime. Virginia pulls out a 71-69 victory in an objectively very bad game. Who's are on to the quarterfinals?
0: Can you believe Virginia who's on to the quarterfinals uh, in the NIT, has beaten so many of these teams and played with so many of these teams that are still playing in the uh, the bigger dance.
3: Four and four against Sweet Sixteen teams. That's the beauty of March Madness. You just get into the thing, and then anything can happen.
0: <sighs>
3: Who's will be back hosting the Bonnies on Tuesday night?
0: All right. So you've been watching the NIT?
3: Oh, big time. Like I was, I was locked in on my computer while Duke Michigan State was going on. It
0: was not watching Duke Michigan State. So now i asked ask this question to Matt, the NBA head. Like, what about the guys who are just watching the NBA right now acting like there's no March Madness? Saturday night, Sunday night. Do they suck? That's weird. Are weirder. they doing that on purpose? Yeah, I had Like to- Ryan Rosillo's definitely got his, like almost
2: proudly just watching the NBA. You suck. I almost pulled up League Pass when I saw Sadiq Bay had like 48 points the other day, and I had to stop myself.
3: Y- Sadiq Bay, <laughs> Villanova. That's what Sadiq Bay makes me think of. Villanova.
0: All I'm saying is, like, we get it. If you like the NBA, the, the quality of basketballs, uh, you know, better and all that stuff.
2: No, like, but come on, have some fun. Look, have at the a prospects. little fucking it's fun, ridiculous. NBA he-
0: heads. Turn off, turn off Orlando, Detroit. Ryan is down there with his eight TVs watching Orlando, Detroit. Turn on March Madness.
3: The ability to score in the NBA—it's impressive. It's too easy. It's a, it's a different game. It's, it's a very different game.
0: The ability to score—it's like inflation. We've got back cuts in the in the college exactly. basketball game. We've got
2: pageantry. There's beauty to college basketball. Like great players, like Timmy, are wonderful college basketball players that would maybe not be that great in the NBA. Yeah,
0: all all bad vibe team. Drew Timmy. So we will be talking about the the weekend. We're gonna talk about it with, with Mark Titus. Uh, but first we'll go through the bracket, see how we're doing. And a little NFL news on the back half. So we got some college basketball, we got some pro football, and we've got our All Vibes team too. So second annual All Vibes team will be drafted in just a few minutes here. Happy hunting.
3: Yeah, same to you. I, just generally I feel like fewer individual vibes in this tournament maybe so it's yeah. not lacking pageantry we just don't have
0: the loyola chicago fella the real question yeah shout out to that guy in his handlebar mustache what's he doing cameron now?
1: kurtwig he most recently played in the bnxt league in belgium and the netherlands that oh
0: perfect he fits right in there yep. he's the only guy who really sucks for you know usually you go over to europe and everybody's like that guy's american kind of looks like he could be from any of those countries uh-huh. yep the americans get a lot of love in europe so, let's do layup line. Let's do a shuffle. I got nothing. Shuffle it up. You go first.
3: Take the Money and Run, Steve Miller Band. Woo-hoo. Let Me Clear My Throat. What is it? DJ Cool. Okay. Everybody jump! 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 Tiger Rag, the Clemson University Marching Band.
0: That feels like uh, something you should delete from your browsing history. Why is that in your Spotify?
3: Oh, I have a lot of marching band music, but including like across
0: all teams Clem, and schools. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, Virginia Tech, which I don't know if you noticed, got bounced in the first round that 11 oh, seed notice. by I the lost Texas money on Longhorns. Yeah, uh, they weren't going to be in the tournament had Brad Brownell not called a timeout right before um, they had a game winner in the ACC tournament in the quarterfinals. So when I was gearing up for Clemson to beat Virginia Tech that night in in, in Brooklyn, I was listening to Tiger Rag. I was just just blasting it
0: you're getting sunroof back you're getting hype you're
3: windows down
0: hold that tiger steve miller band what's the application of listening to take the money and run like what are you doing when you listen to steve miller band these days driving selling houses
3: no 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 that's not about the money kingston
0: i don't like steve miller band dude that's fine okay is that fair that's okay fair. here we go spotify
3: i saw steve miller in uh, louisville kentucky once. tougher than
0: the rest should be the Saint Peter's theme song. The Boss, also, New Jersey.
2: Night,
0: Waves, Jay Dilla. God. Nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Sam Cooke. The
3: trouble that I've seen.
0: Yikes. Are those two kids? Nobody knows the trouble they're seeing. those two kids that I put on blast in the internet we'll talk about them. I'll go um Take the money and run those all, all those Auburn Tigers. I'll go tougher than the rest. I'd send that one out to St. Peters, the peacocks.
3: Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna nominate uh let me clear my throat by DJ Cool Cowboy.
1: Let me clear my throat.
2: Turn the flavor, the rhythm my throat. What I got a chance here. Let me clear my throat. <laughs>
0: Bang, 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 a rang bang, bang, bang. That's what bang. He's doing. Woo. Yeah, that's a good layup line. That's a good layup line. It'll get you in the mood today. All right, let's look at the bracket, guys. We, we got tattoos on the line, so refresh my memory because this tattoo thing has become a thing. We were doing a live watch, and Bad Back Backy back, came in, and he was just on my ass about, wait, it's not a fair tattoo. It's not, you know, like, you have a lot of tattoos. What are you risking? I'm like, well, holy shit, guys. Everybody had a chance to opt in or out. I'm starting to feel badly about this bet, and I'm starting to root for teams like Memphis the other night. So Matt doesn't have to get a tattoo. I'm rooting obviously for Michigan State yesterday, so Nate doesn't have to get a tattoo. You don't have to worry about anything. You got LSU bounced. Who's still around? Houston for you. My tattoo. Gonzaga for Kingston. UCLA
3: for the Cowboy. Duke for Facts. Is that it? So really,
0: I mean, really, like the money is one thing, but everybody's paying attention. For the, for the sake of seeing who's gonna get a tattoo. And there's four guys left that could get a tattoo. And honestly, I came away from this weekend preparing myself to get a Houston tattoo, and liking it. I really like the team. Houston matches
3: up really well against Arizona too. That, that could be a Final Four team. Gonzaga or Duke likely a Final Four team. UCLA I think is gonna be a Final Four okay, team. Okay,
0: maybe we start in the South then. You know what Nick Sirianni and, and Sampson have in common? Kelvin Sampson have in common? No. Both gardeners. Kelvin Sampson waters the roots, not the, the leaves. Did you hear him say that yesterday? And what the fuck does that mean? I know that he's tending to like these kids' fundamentals and their foundations, but what if I watered the roots of a tree and not the leaves? What would happen? Would that be better?
2: Typically, yeah, it would grow, I think.
3: I'm gonna go after the roots. There were people uh, in my home over the weekend, and they were talking about other people who were on drugs. I believe the mushroom drugs, yeah. mushrooms is, is one. And uh, they're out of function. People were on mushrooms, and they started getting really upset because it started raining, and the trees were getting soggy. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. Yeah, dude. They're going to melt.
0: <laughs> it's kind of how it is. But in reality... The rain is good for the trees. Absolutely. Bushes. Imagine Kelvin at that party. The roots, guys. It's about the roots. He's I just feel coach. like Houston. Illinois had what, like 30 turnovers? Houston is so sticky. They just they touch all the balls. Yep. Hands on balls. Hands on balls. Like throw you throw a ball, Houston guy shows up and just deflects it. I mean, they really are. Like it reminds me of Virginia in that way and in like kind of a different way. They're they're more athletic than Virginia. But they're they're very disruptive.
3: Yeah, they're good. Jamal Shad is a great leader for that club. I love Shad because
0: it's not spelled like shed.
3: Yeah, you might think sheed at first glance.
0: I like that they went with shed. Yeah, I do.
3: I think you're bearing the lead that that game. We were up till one in the morning, Arizona and uh, TCU. No TCU question. You had a couple
0: of shots. No question. Um, that was unbelievable. I mean, like that was up there with. To me, Gonzaga and Memphis and Arizona and DCU had the best atmospheres of any games this weekend, even with the Blue Bloods playing like Duke Michigan State. I just loved watching that that like intense back and forth style of play that those two teams had. And of course, like the finish was crazy. Do you lay it up in that situation? Are you holding him accountable?
3: Uh, it's tough. The clock is right in front of him. Right, you would think. I think you just gotta it's it's better to get it off and give yourself a chance, even if it's a five-foot floater. And you got a foul. Than to
0: dunk it and preceding be like, that, that missed opportunity at the end of regulation.
3: Live, yes. On replay, no. Really? I'm glad they didn't blow the whistle.
2: Matt? I really am. The weirdest thing was the clock stopped at 2.2 seconds for like a couple tenths of a second. So I'm he glad didn't. it didn't go in because then it would have been like crazy controversy.
3: He didn't answer the question on the
2: foul. I got no foul. I also have no foul in that situation. I, no foul. I like to let him play at, towards the end.
0: And is that the best dunk in tournament history? Am I a prisoner of the moment? Chris <laughs> feet
4: feeding Colombo. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: go catch your body, Ben. Wow, did he cock that one back.
0: Mathren, it with 13 minutes to go.
1: Ja Morant uh, two years ago, which All actually right. this is the anniversary of that dunk. Today. Oh, wow. Let me look
0: at the Ja Morant tournament dunk to see if it's better than what I saw
2: from Matherin. Matherin actually kind of reminds me of Ja Morant. Really? A little bit. I think that's like... That's that's a nice comp. That's a
0: good comp because like, I don't think... Yeah, that's a nice dunk, but he's dunking over a Caucasian. uh, Pretty standard. It's two hands. I mean, it's gorgeous. But this dunk last night's better than that dunk. Benedict Matherin
3: reminds me of my friend Ben Matherin. Exactly. They have similar names. Similar names. names. I was and yet Matherin. Can jump much higher. It can, can jump much higher and uh, insists on being called Benedict. SVP yeah. was calling him Ben in some highlights and got the word from on high, Benedict. Really? Please, yeah. He's got wins. the McConaughey,
0: Stafford.
3: Oh, my gosh. We cannot have him on this show because you'd be Ben and him. Oh, I'll be Ben and him
0: up <laughs> That should at least be in the conversation. I mean, 12 hours later, I can say that should be in the conversation for best dunk all time in tournament history. Okay. The atmosphere was crazy and, and sad in the South. Uh, my Illini and Kofi didn't make it through. Boy, they looked doomed from the start. Flawed, flawed team. Totally flawed team. And last year, they got beat by uh, Loyola uh, and Sister Jean. This year, they got beat by Houston. They really struggle with Cougars.
3: <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Um hard to come back from that. Hey. <laughs> Michigan and Villanova on the bottom half of the South. Michigan and
0: Villanova. And we gotta talk about the story of the weekend. Thought I, we weren't allowed to put our hands on people. I'm cry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm crowning things this morning. Okay. Best dunk in tournament history, best hug in tournament history. Oof. Most epic hug in tournament history. Okay. I, it was Juwan Howard and it was Jalen Rose, and I had to to count, did you count the pats? I did not. I counted the pats, it was 27 seconds that we saw. That thing could have been 37 seconds. The video started with them in full embrace, and I wondered in the beginning if Jalen was the aggressor holding Juwan, and you know with every long hug there's one guy that won't let go. I think this was a truly mutual hug, which made it a beautiful thing, even in the context of everybody blowing Juwan, like he overcame something rather than created something, But like. Good for him. I mean, shit, we all lose our temper. Good for him. Good for him. And to have all those guys back together, Chris Weber had a different hug. There was a, there was a C-Web hug. Well, I
3: don't think Jalen and C-Web can be in the same room
0: yet. Is that right? Is that, are those no, Jalen and C-Web, I'm not sure, are hugging yet. They're not right. on hugging terms. But obviously, everybody else separately is on hugging terms. And I wondered if, if Jawan was like ready to, to get out of there. But Jawan, 12 pats jalen 10 pats pretty incredible 22 total pats that i counted in that hug like that has to be the best sports hug or at least one of the longest sports hugs in history
3: and 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 forgive me and and they're used to it at this point uh whether it's ray jackson or jimmy king one other member of the fab five jumps in and says Go get your team. Go mm-hmm. talk to your team. It's like, okay, somebody with some sense. We don't need to be grabbing
0: on to everybody. At for some point, go check on the kids.
3: Minutes at a time. I well, mean, I first think John's still guy, holding Kennedy Walker. He hugged yeah.
0: my guy from Tennessee. Yeah. I was looking for a fucking hug. My bracket was obliterated like everybody else's.
3: Uh, not like everybody okay. else's. Now, I know it's lame to do this. <laughs> I only submit a bracket... <laughs> one place, and, and that is to my family. Um, we've uh, West, completely intact. East, we got UNC, UCLA, Purdue. South, Michigan and Villanova, very part of that. Actually, I got, I got all the South. Arizona, Houston too. And Midwest, we're uh, rocking with Kansas and Miami. So a very good bracket Very good bracket for you. For MG over my here. my
0: yeah. bracket, as I was saying, murdered. Like, who cares? But it's good to see Villanova also in the South playing well. I took Nova yesterday. Our friend Stanford Steve was really hot on Ohio State. Uh, We're going to talk to Mark Titus in a bit. Congrats to
3: Steve, by the way, on the Duke win. Yeah,
0: big congrats to Steve. Honestly, two mornings ago, Waylon, as I was explaining March Madness to him, they always ask about Steve because Steve's a really good house guest. Kids love him. They play Nintendo Switch, all that stuff. But it actually, Waylon, I forgot to tell you all this. I was sitting at breakfast and Duke came up. And Waylon goes. Doesn't Steve like Duke? Nice. The only person in America, the only person who who picked it up on the trip was Waylon. He was when you guys were going to watch Virginia and Duke. I asked him who he wanted to win, and he said Duke. Wow. I did not hear that. Wow. Incredible that he would say that to my child. I mean, like you do not come to my house, enjoy my hospitality, hang out with my kids. I, I went upstairs. He was with my kids. I was upstairs, who knows? Waylon asks good questions. That's a good sign. You do not tell him you hope Duke wins. Not staying at my house, Steve. Anyways, the whole thing, well, in the Nova game, Gillespie was awesome and cleaned the floor up. That was great. Draft stock on the way up. Did you see him with towel mm-hmm. down there? That's like the NCAA version of, Of I don't want to call it a Malik Willis move because I, I, I maintain that Hall of Famer Malik Willis was doing that on his own volition as you would say. Who's the guy at the Combine that was cleaning up trash?
1: E.J. Perry out of Brown.
0: And how about those kids playing the woodwind, playing a woodwind instrument on national TV? I'm not sure what to say about it. Great catch by
3: you. How could you
0: not catch that?
3: And and There were four hands. And so... I don't know if the kids were they saw the monitor they probably saw the monitor and they were in the background. If they didn't, they just see the red light come on the camera. That's pretty impressive, but yeah, they um wasn't their first time miming that
0: that was not their first rodeo, and honestly i it was funny tweeting that video, I kind of felt some way about it. I was kind of like am I snitching on these kids um but at the same time, content can't wait that's right, and also like. You're getting exactly what you want, kids. Like, you wanted to be on national television? Here, let's put you on the internet, too. And it was so funny the responses I got. I mean, this is a lot of, and I'm off the wagon on Twitter. I'm back on. I'm better now. I can kind of hover above it rather than like actually sink into it and be like, I have to participate in this bullshit conversation. But a video of those kids miming, um, you know, whatever you want to call that, devolved into this conversation about corporal punishment, race consent. I had somebody says, this is where consent starts. There's, there's not a female in the, in the frame, dude. It's just all dudes. Just miming blowjobs. Here was the heterosexuality, craziest. homosexuality, My favorite conversation that came out of this was what's wrong with kids these days. My favorite was race. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Which any, anytime corporal punishment comes up, it always does. Like us white guys didn't get our asses kicked enough evidently, but what's wrong with these kids? Are we acting like we didn't used to do this exact thing? The only the only difference is, and I said this, is that the problem is that these kids have good seats. That's like mm. really the problem. Mm. The only difference is that kids have really good seats now, the cameras are really good, and you know, like, the very thing you're asking me, like, the the way we're having this conversation, the internet, that's also what's wrong with the kids, if you haven't noticed, like, Back in the day, we would have done like maybe the one-hand jack off. I did that the other day, singing Bob Seger. By the way, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, no problem. And then these kids, two hands, very detailed. Like the difference is that they got a hold of a high definition porno. That's the difference. Like us in the '90s, the resolution was so low. It was just like everything is so accessible now. So the internet and good seats. That's what's wrong with these kids. Not the kids are not any different now. Two hands, quick twitch wrists and, 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 and <laughs> cried in the pepper, man. They were,
3: and, and the second kid jumps in right away. The first kid's like, hey, I'm going to do it. You know what and I And the hate? second
0: kid's like, no questions asked. I, I Here I really come. bad. I don't feel bad for the kid on the left. If you're asking what would happen to me, you, it would be very bad. It would be very bad. Look at my dad. I would skate. Look at my dad. Max. Look at my dad, bro. What was that? If I got caught doing that, look at my dad. That's all I have to say. But the kid on the left, um, he's the ringleader. I don't feel bad for him. Like he was ready and the poor kid on the right, like he was just. Oh, that's my favorite kid. kid He was kind of along for the ride and was like, all right, we're doing two hands, the pepper shaker. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah, Reggie Miller. (laughs) I want to know what the punish, we need a follow up. I invite those kids' parents on the podcast. I know you probably don't want to go out in public uh, but you gotta admit it's kind of funny. Hey, everybody takes shit so fucking seriously. Have you never been on an Xbox Live?
3: Yeah. I I think of Cowboy Reed in a situation like this because I know he doesn't like sophomore humor. He doesn't like farts, for instance. But I think on a on a scale of one to ten, uh, comedy wise, this is this is a ten. Those two kids
0: hit it out of the park. They did. And everybody angry at them, you'll live. Yep. You'll live. Hey, um, great job. And I'm not a snitch. I'm not Friends. a snitch. That you you guys got what you wanted. I helped you. I'm I'm more John Stockton than um than than bubbles from the wire, dude. Like I, I'm assisting you. I'm helping you. Now maybe you don't like the outcome, but this could be a life lesson for you. Watch where you grind the pepper shaker. Hey, um Let's get to another region. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get to the West. Okay. I wanna to talk to Matt Kingston here because we just had a conversation about these bigs and Chet Holmgren and I love the camcorder on Pops and I mm-hmm. love the the frame and I love like he's kind of a unicorn but he's also a unicorn in that he's not built like those other NBA guys. And I know we talked about this last week. You're the NBA expert. I'm the guy who doesn't watch enough. Um, blame that on being a Knicks fan uh, but I'm like, how does this guy fit in the league? Memphis felt like an NBA team. Memphis felt like that team when the kid who's been skating for a while on bad competition plays like the guys across town and you find out what you're really about. And what did he have, nine points? I'm not saying like Kevin Durant never had a nine-point night in the NCAA tournament, although he probably didn't. He got bounced pretty pretty early. But did he have nine and struggle to guard? And I mean, I just don't think he's physical enough to hold up. And Timmy, who looked like a better prospect, if you thought, if you knew, if you didn't know he's six eight, you give him an extra three inches. I like Timmy a lot more. Now, that's, if a if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. But I do think, like, I like Timmy's game better. It's just harder for me to imagine. Now I know that Timmy's height is going to make him not really. He's a tweener in the pros. But Chet, what say you after watching that game? Is that a big concern seeing them go up against that talent and kind of look?
2: Yeah, I think that's fair to some extent. Like, Timmy's clearly a better college basketball player right now. Like, if you told Mark Few you can only have one of these two guys in the next game, he would take Timmy because Timmy's more effective at this level
0: currently.
2: (laughs) Now, the thing about Chet that I think is being over talked about is how small he is because with a guy that size, the biggest concern is long term foot injury, which you actually don't want to have too much weight if you're thinking about that. You hear that? Check. So he's
0: actually avoiding the Liz Frank?
2: I think I by think staying so. skinny. I think it's an underrated component to it. He'll definitely fill out with an additional 20 or 30 pounds. But the thing that he has that you can't coach is defensive instincts and just like have, having that dog inside of him. So like, yeah, he's gonna get attacked by dudes that are like, he's, yeah, he's going, he's to, going right? to get attacked. But if you notice, he is not backing away. He's got 11 blocks through two games. And when I think about his ability at the next level, there's not anybody that could lead the league in blocks and shoot 40% from three and switch three, four, five, which I think he eventually could do optimistically. That's a
0: great, that's a great point. I just think about somebody just putting their body on him and like that 20 or 30 pounds seems like that's a lot of drinking inshore. You know how they say, you know, when you get on a pro nutrition regimen and all that stuff, you don't think they have a fucking sick nutrition regimen it. It, Gonzaga, they're going to be playing. He's going to be playing eighty-two games. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't like take that as as for granted. I guess
2: his body will be an issue mostly because he's young. Like, you're when your body hasn't filled How out. How young is he? He's nineteen, eighteen. 18 19. Like, yeah. Well, then, really yeah, I'd, I'd
0: be more apt to, yeah, he, believe he's always it, due to his, his
2: age. He's always going to be skinny, and he's always going to get attacked. But his defensive instincts to. Block shots and also alter shots are like pretty unparalleled.
0: Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Is the best way I put it. Like, can't teach seven six wingspan. Yeah, the, the,
2: there's gonna be a hand
0: up there all the time. It's just all the other stuff that I worry about. You know, ball not in the air is what I worry about with him defensively. You know, is that is that fair? or No,
2: I project him as like a super positive defensive player okay. who could okay. possibly be one of the best defensive players in the league. Um, okay. I think he'll come in and just be like an average player at first, like an average level starter. But if he were to develop the way his tools suggest that he could, he could be like an MVP level player.
3: Hammered Gonzaga money line when they were down 8, 10, 12. Great play. Hammered it. Great play. Hey, are you aware that Mark Adams is just a lovely older gentleman? No. Uh, head coach at Texas Tech. Uh he's got the uh lot of hair but comb over still deal going on. Mm-hmm. Eyeglasses. He famously, uh Chris Beer took the entire staff on the on the airplane to Austin. He's the one who stayed back, said, nah, I'm staying in Lubbock. These are my kids. Just a nice fella.
0: He does look likable.
3: Insane likable Delta, Texas Tech and Duke coming up.
0: Yeah, that is a huge Delta. A huge delta, mm-hmm. and I like Texas Tech. Not having known much about them, agreed. Well, I like them as well. They got a they got a Virginia vibe too. They play exactly, defense. exactly. They play defense or physical. That's why I think I like Houston. Unfortunately, I'm gonna end up with a fucking Jennifer Lopez tattoo or Sandra Bullock tattoo. Ooh, so Yeah, exactly. Maybe Overpass. I'll get that awkward picture of me and me and Sandra Bullock tattooed on on me somewhere. Chances are I don't do that though. The scary part about Duke is
3: that their ceiling is quite high. And if Paolo Banquero ever plays a good game, they have the potential to, to beat anybody by a lot. Their guard play is um, not so good, but A.J. Griffin, really good. Mark Williams, really good. Banquero sometimes good. Sometimes and, good. And Roach and Keels can, uh, can make shots on occasion. But Texas Tech, I think, is the sort of team that will give them trouble.
0: And 21's okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I actually like him. Yeah. I I don't like Duke players. I like him. Yep.
3: Single-handedly beat UVA in Charlottesville. Yes, he if, did.
2: If we do get to the Gonzaga-Duke matchup, I will root for Gonzaga. Okay. Tattoo be damned. Not root wow. for Duke. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's commitment. Makes two of us. You get a hedge as well?
2: Been hedging all the way. That's okay. why I'm not That's so upset. Good, 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 good. All
0: right. In the East, I mean, you still got UCLA still. Cowboy. What do we got? What are you thinking
1: it's a brewing it's a just brewing. a bruin. Bruin on the butt on your on butt? The butt oh yeah oh yeah that's you're gonna what... have a bear yo. on your bear. yo <laughs>
2: that's
0: a callback callback to ralph when he was in studio
3: it comes down to jaime haquez for you reed if if
1: that's right and tiger campbell
3: well and haquez is hurt if if haquez plays and sounds like an ankle that's okay in hoops it uh I think they get by Carolina. Carolina Baylor's the the game of the weekend. Carolina blows out Baylor, yeah, chokes it away, wins in overtime.
0: Yeah, it was a great game. And honestly, it was a good thing it was a great game because I felt like the first two days were not so great relative to past first rounds.
3: I guess so it's still amazing nevertheless
0: it was a great weekend it was a great weekend it started really for me Saturday Texas Purdue that was in the east we're talking about the East right now the worst beat of the weekend was Texas he- heaving a 65 footer I don't know what the first half if you had um Virginia Tech first half money line I think the first half line was probably one or two uh that thing went in off a I don't know if it went in off a bank but that was brutal
3: I avoided that that game
0: i know you did i didn't um and purdue pretty good we'll talk to titus about them in the midwest uh oh st peter's man we're gonna talk a lot about st peter's yeah we
3: can we can shelf it yeah they're
0: coming up yeah peacocks Uh, go peacocks anything out of the midwest you want to hit
3: providence often mocked on on uh this show and others on this show mainly because tate came on and said how bad they were
0: god damn tate
3: um Yeah, they get through. Hey, we always overvalue conference tourney champs every single year. Now we got Tennessee bounced, Iowa bounced, Tech Tech bounced. It's hard to play a lot of games in a row and then turn around and and play a few days later. Um, So that wasn't terribly surprising. Iowa State, I think, is the least interesting team in the history of the Sweet 16.
0: And they beat the second most least interesting team of all time. To avoid getting Wisconsin in Sweet 16. That's right. Dan.
3: So a 10 or 11 will be in the Elite Eight. I love this Miami team. They just spread it out. Athletes all over the floor. Not only shooters, but, but makers of, of shots. scorers, slashers. Yep. They get to the rim. Wong, Magusti.
0: Uh It's a fun team. And? Charlie Moore. Low-key best uniforms early in the tournament. That surprised me. I'm not saying best uniforms. Let's talk about the uniforms for a second.
3: Do you want to you want to really talk about? I'd the like uniforms? to really talk about the uniforms. Okay. I mean, uh, I, I think it doesn't get much worse than Miami.
0: The first round, you hated their their uniforms in the first round. Did
3: the big M the and Live the little
1: Miami.
0: Uh, that's a no. Yeah, yeah probably okay, a big because no.
1: Because we're same garage. Okay, okay nice, same garage. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I,
0: I think, and I knew you'd hate this. I love the big M. I love love love, and I, they wouldn't work elsewhere. But
3: I like it more than what they wore last night. Just the
0: the blackout. Blackout sucked. Blackouts
1: were terrible. Taylor was on the blackouts.
0: The one blackout that works for me is Houston. Houston's got that. It doesn't because of the font.
3: Like, what are we doing? That's Uh, uh, is that supposed
0: to be a script? You don't like the font? A skinny italic? Yeah. See, we just we just don't have the same taste. I'm looking at this Miami font, and I love the big M. I love that number font, and and I do think Houston's font is really dope.
3: Yeah, I I think I like the, the the Miami Uni way more than the Houston Uni um bad you want to go bad
0: i'll give you yeah go ahead and go bad
3: zags um i'd like to be able to read zags they do the the outline of the word in color and then the the middle of the letter is white on a white uni you I, pull out 10 feet you can't read which which team
0: it is i'd like them to go with their traditional uh font gonzaga across the chest i'd like them to To workshop the rest of the uniform, I'm okay
3: with that uni if you just color in the zags because I like that old school. I don't know what are we calling that piping around the armholes and the neck. Yeah, piping. Solid Memphis, capital M, lowercase Memphis. Not for me. Not for me.
0: Well, so then, how do you feel about Michigan? Not good. Big M. Same thing. I hate Michigan uniforms. Well, they're all capital letters. They're doing the least with the most. Look how tiny. But that's just the Miami, Michigan but is. not as well-known. No, well, Miami's, Miami's, Miami's uh, executed correctly.
2: Yeah, what Miami did right is Michigan's, uh, like the small letters are up to the top of the M while Miami's centered For their sure. big M. And I
0: think For that sure. just looks
4: better, yeah. Exactly. Michigan
0: was a disaster. Michigan's a disaster because the numbers are tiny. Look at that number one. The, the big white guy with the number one, his index finger is longer than that one. Mark Cat has been sl- asleep at the wheel. There was a time when Marquette, of course, back in the day, when the
1: Jimmy Butler's,
0: yeah, the Jimmy Butler's. I mean, shit, I don't even remember what Dwayne Wade wore, but the Dwayne Wade probably wore something better than what they're wearing now. I mean, they like,
3: have all the elements. I mean, a navy blue, a
0: sky blue, a yellow as they, an accent. But they've just gone away from the sky blue. Mm-hmm. They've turned their backs on the sky blue, and it makes no sense. That was all Marquette had. I mean, they had a couple good players
3: providence nah. just because the entire word has a black backdrop it's 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 unspectacular wisconsin you're wisconsin that collar is too cute the shorts are too busy don't love that serif font give me an arc to it it's too straight it's too long a word to be straight let me give
0: you a a, an elite here illinois home oh Chris. Illinois, Illinois home might be the best in the tournament. Chris. And we talking about UNC included, UCLA is up there. Obviously that's gonna be a beautiful matchup, UCLA and UNC.
3: Chris, that yeah. white jersey of Illinois. With the script, Illinois, yeah, that orange and blue, wormhole yeah. and neck. We could only wish we'd have
0: something like that here in
3: Charlottesville. The eye logo and like a triangle or a diamond of some sort on the short. It's it. It's oh, gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And then yes, as you're saying, uh, hey, g- look what gets it done. The blue bloods, UNC, Duke, Kansas, UCLA, Villanova. Kansas even
0: great. They look great. They look great. They look great in large measure Linova because they don't great. change things. They don't.
3: Don't like, don't win a national championship, say in the year 2019 and then completely change your entire look. That's a marketing
0: miss
3: (laughs) and especially don't change it to something that looks awful. Well, if we're talking about Virginia here. Oh, I wasn't talking about a specific
0: (laughs) team. I don't think they've had it right in a long time.
3: Okay. I'm willing to now, given some space, grant you that that template is not awesome. Purdue wears that template with the with the thick shoulder stripe. Yeah. And I might be over it. it sucks. Um and, sucks. And Purdue. Purdue's uniforms suck. Though that, that font is interesting because they're trying to make it look like a locomotive coming at you. I think I think i, I don't think, I'm think anybody's
0: thinking about it.
3: I don't know what big dog Lynn Robinson wore either, but it's probably time to go back to it. Hey, Vermont for being a mid major good. Short job. stripe
0: real? Is that this year?
1: That's what I don't like about Texas Tech. They have the Red Raiders wrap around one leg.
0: Well, you're right. That is TT. no good. It's just stupid looking. It's really stupid. I don't know why you would do that to your shorts. Those oh. guys can't possibly like that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fugly. I, I did want to just say Vermont for being a mid-major. Good font. Good number. Less more is like more. Font. It, uh, it looked pretty good. Oh, and San Francisco. Somebody explain this to me. U, period, S, period, F. No, period. What? U.S.F.
0: Boy, I, didn't I dig the it. symmetry, but I don't understand it. Well, they're not in the tournament anymore. They don't matter. Vibes. The font doesn't matter. Oh, the vibes. Yeah. Well, people from Vibes, I mean, like uh, anybody can be on the All Vibe team. It doesn't have to, they can be vanquished. Correct. And the definition is just somebody that we think is cool or gives us good vibes. That's right. It's a low bar. It's pretty fucking simple. Cowboy Reed's gonna draft, Macon's gonna draft, and I'm gonna draft. Second annual all vibes draft. Fuck me don't running. Mean... I'm gonna lose the draft now. Okay. I drew third.
3: If it's a snake, I don't I don't mind that spot for you.
1: I got the number one overall. Good for you. So Macon's one, I'm two, Chris is three. Chris, I'll trade you two for three. I'll move back. What's, uh, what's involved? Just you get an earlier pick. Wow. Wait, what? Hey, you know what? I give I'll him, take that. Is this you, a snake no, draft?
2: No, no, no. The commissioner is vetoing that no, trade. No, no, no.
1: Wait, wait, wait. I, we just agreed to it. There's hold no on. commissioner. Two for three. Hey, yeah, hold that's a two for three. Yeah, yeah. Come hey, hold on. on. You want an earlier pick. Great. Is this a snake draft? Yes.
3: Okay. And the, we have the, agreed. I might be trade. shopping the number one overall
0: pick. Oh yeah, maybe.
3: We this okay.
1: what we agreed to two for three. All right, snake draft.
0: He wants two players in rows. This is gonna fuck me somehow.
3: No, I think that is the move. Would you be interested in the number I one overall not. pick?
0: Well, the question here is who's gonna jump out of the gym for Doug Eddard Yeah, no, I, I'm. I mean, good like to where that's I'm at. that's that's the whole. He's the darling right now because he has a mustache and uh, no, I, I love Saint. Peter. You guys
1: know Doug Eddard?
0: Yeah, <sighs> yeah. So we, so listen, full disclosure, if I pass on Doug Eddard at two, Doug, it's not because I don't like you. It's just because you're like fucking, you're played out right now. You know, like St. Peter's is now America's team. You love something, let them go.
3: With the number one overall pick in the all vibes team, team making selects Jaden Ivey. Oh, thank God. Purdue Boilermakers. Why do I like Jaden Ivey? why not? Cool Russell Westbrook? Oh, don't put that on him. I said cool Russell Westbrook. He's just, he's dunking everywhere. The the way he gets down the court, he's gliding, shifting. It's effortless. He's in control. He he's, wears he's 23. Awesome
0: watch. He's awesome to watch. He's great.
3: He he jumps out of the gym.
0: Somebody had said they they hadn't seen a player play that fast in person since Russell Westbrook. Okay, fair enough. So, you know, maybe he's not a Russ Prospect. I don't know. He's
1: top five pick.
3: Yeah, hell yeah he is. Um, and he's really good. And that that's not a prerequisite for this draft, but he happens to be really good. His,
1: oh. his mom is the head basketball coach, women's basketball coach at Notre Dame. Notre he's Dame. a football
0: player's son.
1: Mm-hmm. I Jabin. didn't know
0: that about him. Ravens, Niners, a few teams his dad played for. Okay, who Jabin currently Hunter. holds the number two? I hold the number two pick. Some people are going to call this a reach, so maybe I should wait, but I'll draft the cheerleader. Uh, for, <laughs> I'm drafting the cheerleader with the first overall pick uh, and the Second cheerleader. Overall. I didn't know that that was allowed.
3: You know, I thought we were building a basketball team. Uh, well, you, she
1: doesn't play basketball.:
3: No, she doesn't. Mm. She cheerleads. <laughs>
0: She got the ball down and allowed other people to play basketball at a juncture when we really needed her to get the it's ball a, down. It, it's a great 45 pick. 45-29. Dr. Fax. At that it's a great point. pick. Uh, what's wrong with Dr. Fax? Uh, he, he, is that an insult? Well, yeah, that's an insult. Okay, 45-29, yeah. St. Mary's is up, and at that point, there's really no interesting basketball going on. Like, all the games were snoozers. We were trying to live watch, trying to drum up some excitement, and they all sucked. So this girl... You know, Cassidy Cerny. Yeah, when Cassidy went up to get that basketball, it was electric. It it was electric. It was awesome. Whoever had the call on that game did a great job. It was awesome. Did a great job. So I'm going to take her number one. There was no madness at that point.
3: And the ball is stuck. We've got an issue now. Who's getting that? Why don't we get a new ball? Why why don't the (laughs) cheerleaders, they're used to going up high. Let's get it. Yes, get the cheerleader up. Get
0: her up there. This
1: is how you do
2: it. (laughs)
0: Give her the mob. Now she's got it! Oh! What a play! The cheerleader saves the day! And that's her one shining moment! This place is on its feet! The cheerleader is the hero in Portland!
1: Cowboys on the on the clock. Number three overall. We're going Chucky Hepburn, great grandson of both Audrey and Catherine.
0: <laughs> Reed, you pandering fuck! You pandering fuck!
3: You're Just making a mockery
1: of this draft by grinding your dead actress axe, <laughs> but also complete vibes. No, he's right.
3: He's the most anti-Wisconsin player of all time. He's got he uh, plays fast. He he plays fast. Unfortunately, he got injured bad. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just, look at his hair. He's got a. Uh, it was even more red in the tournament. He's got a. What's it called when you got a when you got a chunk of hair? Yeah, that's it's super a different dope. Color. He has a little streak. chunk,
0: of, a little streak of red hair. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a good pick. That's a vibe. Pandering aside, and Cowboy you know what? I don't hate those Wisconsin uniforms. Are these what <laughs> you're talking about? No, I love okay, those. Okay, I like those. Those are the ones no, look that- No, uh,
3: look at what they're doing with that collar. It's different oh, on the front yeah, and the terrible, back. terrible. And the shorts are too loud, which yep. you can't really see there. No, I like those UWs. These shorts. Correct. Look at too those much. shorts. And Wisconsin is that's too Houston. long.
0: That's Houston. That's Houston. Leave that to Houston.
3: Wisconsin's too long a word
1: to be straight. All love to Chucky. I hope he gets well soon. Number four overall, we're going Tiger Campbell. Okay. UCLA. Pick. He, uh, Fine pick. Fine okay. pick. Tiger. With a Y. You're okay. right with a Y. I'm not going to... That's a
0: damn vibe. So, I got a tough decision here. Last night, there was a guy who wasn't even on my big board at uh, at like, I don't know, say 11 o'clock. Started to pay attention to him when he got posterized by Matherin. Comma Benedict. Then I noticed that this guy looked like he was playing basketball with Daryl out back at the office. Like, I, he's just... His name's, uh, I think, is Eddie Lampkin? TCU? His name's Eddie? from uh, TCU. Is this this
3: your pick, just to be clear? This is
0: my pick. Okay. So there's another guy that he's just beating out, but I couldn't let this guy slide any further. 11.57 p.m., uh, he told a guy he was too small, essentially, and he entered the big board. 12.07 a.m., uh, I was in the office, and uh, watching on my phone when he and won somebody, and he rose right to the top of the big board. So the first basketball player that I'm gonna be selecting Is uh, Eddie Lampkin possibly uh, a pickup game basketball guy uh, having a career night uh, against Arizona last night?
3: I've got a close relationship with my stomach. Um, If I get sad or mad, I feel it in my stomach.
0: Quite literally, you should take probiotics.
3: Okay, good advice. My my stomach just dropped. Um, Big Eddie is my uh, is my favorite player in this yes! tournament. <laughs> and that's why honestly I didn't want one because I thought I could get him at four. That's three, who four. I wanted
0: to take one but I thought somebody would take the cheerleader so. I, I For a long time. we were both doing the Eddie dance. I
3: just had TCU number four because I hadn't yet put respect on his name. By the end of the game I had put respect on his name. Oh
0: he, yeah. By 1207 I'm telling you he was like one on my big board. And Wasn't even on the board. Listen to this. <laughs> is it Who is this pu- janitor?
3: Eamon Brennan Great writer tweeted the other night against Seton Hall. Eddie Lampkin chased down a loose ball to the sideline and then, in mid game, asked me, the first random person he saw sitting on press row, You like my energy? <laughs> I told him, Yes, I do like his energy. <laughs> we he's, love Eddie Lampkin. He, yeah, you've uh, I hate to say you've you've won the, the draft at pick five or wherever we are, yeah, but maybe. that's that's going to be hard maybe. to beat. I, uh, out of necessity, am going to take.
0: Doug Eddert out of St. <laughs> Peter's. Don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. Doug Eddie all-time took Doug Edd's mustache and put it on uh Bancaro. Bank Bancaro would be on. Bancaro, did you realize Wrong. this? Is a mustache away from Wrong. being from being cool. Just if you watch the game. Wrong. If you watch the game.
3: Doug Edd for one plays for St. Peter's out of Jersey City.
0: I know. I know the context. Believe me, I knew the Peacocks. Before y'all knew the Peacocks, I was in here talking about the Peacocks. True or false? True. Tate hadn't even seen the fucking Peacocks. Doug Eddard is a great pick. It's one that I don't think any of us wanted to make, but it's a great pick. Oh,
3: I, I almost took him at one. But then you got to talking about Doug Eddard. You got to talking about Doug Eddard, so I thought he might slide. I'm I mean, glad he did. He's so chalky. I just would have loved to have gotten so many
0: ways he's chalky. Doug
3: Eddard and Big Eddie there.
0: <laughs> it's funny. The I was talking to a basketball player this weekend, and he was like, You know, watch that Doug Edert TikTok where they say, like, you know, if there's a guy like Doug Edert on a team like St. Peter's, you know he's really good. Just look at the team picture. And in the team picture, he does not have that mustache. He had to put that mustache on to look tough.
3: Well, we're we're picking players out of the tournament, you know. So stash comes with them. Are we going five deep? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take in that case Benedict Matherin, Arizona guy comes with the number zero he comes with the scowl he comes with jumping out of the gym he comes with dunking on people he comes with dunking on big eddie all right okay yeah how do you understand and
0: he leaves the turn he leaves the game and taps a cheerleader on the breast by accident
3: potentially it could have been an optical illusion he could have touched her bosom
0: he thought he was in a handshake line he just put his hands out his stock fell immediately when that happened he he was getting ready to walk off the court and like put his hands out like people were high-fiving him and, and boom.
3: Born June 19th, 2002, Benedict Richard Felder Matherin is a Canadian college basketball player and he's on Team Macon. Welcome aboard. Is it me? Right? Yeah. Nope.
2: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let the record note that Macon fucked up the snake draft.
0: <laughs> That's great. No, it does make me feel good, dude. After I'm, I'm, Big I'm, Eddie, I'm I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Jaime Jaquez. Just an absolutely Jaime. I would like Jaime Jaquez. Filthy Haquez. vibe. Filthy vibe. This is the best
3: draft. I know you've why ever you're done. correcting
0: me because I'm kicking your the living shit out of you in this draft. No argument. All you have to fall back on is grammar.
1: I, like when it comes to drafts, <laughs> what can you Pronouncing do? Pronouncing a
3: kid's name is not grammar. Okay, got it. Who okay. wears a
1: better headband, Jaime or Drew Timmy? Uh, the that little, Probably that High little May, Kerr the kid running
0: around from Arizona who can't make a shot. <laughs> yeah, I think Jaime, the flow, the stash, the whole thing.
1: Shout out to the Kerr kid. He's actually born
2: and raised in Grotto's, Virginia, which is just right down the road.
0: Went so he's to, not uh, related to Steve
3: Kerr? No. Really?
2: Yeah, no. He's, he's from actually, Grotto's? He's from Grotto's. Are he you went kidding to, me?
4: He went to Spotswood High School. He was actually classmates <laughs> with uh, my cousin there. No oh, shit. Wow.
0: The kid in Arizona.
4: Yeah. Grotto's, Virginia.
0: I didn't know we we had anybody in Grotos, Virginia that could hoop. Yeah, I mean he Well, didn't. he's they don't go
3: in. Yeah. The shots. Respectfully. Yeah, yeah. You know Got it. I was on Arizona. Yeah. So it was a bad was room for him. Yeah. Next time.
0: Jaime Jaquez vibes.
3: <sighs> this sucks. Honorable mention Tyler Perry, North Texas. <laughs> not eligible because he plays in the NIT. <laughs> but Tyler, spelled T Y L O
1: R, kick and hoop and he's fearless. Like that guy. And just to note, Kerr, K I E R, and yeah, that's correct. Uh, yeah, so what on earth? There's a there's a guy, Kerr,
2: K E R R, but that's his that first wrong?
3: name. Did he have that wrong? I'm talking about K E R R, who wears a headband. That's his first
0: name.
2: There's a guy whose last name uh, is, is Kerr, and this guy's first oh, name so is So we Kirk. got a guy the who's
3: guy wearing the headband. Is not playing a lot. Can answer yeah, this yeah, question. So. And his first name is on the back of his jersey.
1: Yeah, he's from Estonia.
3: Oh, and because he's from Estonia, they put the first name on the back. I guess cuz I swear to you, Kerr's on the back of his uni.
1: Yeah,
4: no, dude, that's that's crazy that there's two. They basically I guess it's Kerr and Kier is probably the other yeah, pronunciation.
3: Yeah, Kier yeah. or you Kyer. Know, two
0: Keirs, you got one.
3: Okay. Wow, that was a ride. I take back everything about the the Kier kid from Grotto. See, so he, he probably can hoop. My guy from Estonia, they need a little more art. He's a little more art.
1: My third brick, team yeah. member is going to be Eric Gaines from LSU, the flying block man. That's a strong ass pick. At that was I'm...
0: such a great block, dude. That was the that was the best block in tournament history.
1: He was he was just waiting. He was climbing air, dude. Yep. He was just sitting there waiting. It was, an and he brought, he, it was like a windmill block because he brought his arm yes. from way down behind yes and just waited to smack. It was a
0: windmill block. He climbed an invisible bridge it's like Indiana Jones mm-hmm. in Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's a movie. Have you seen that one, Mike?
3: I'm depressed.
0: You're depressed? Yeah, I'm depressed. I can't wait for this graphic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My f- fourth team member will be Matthew Mayer. Baylor,
0: because he has whaling hair. Yeah, he does. He he has a mullet. Yep. Dark hair. Dark hair, good player. Like that kid a lot. Yep. Damn it. Fuck, great pick, Reed. Great pick. Holy shit. Okay, am I up? Yes. Timmy! What? Yeah, dude. Right back in it. Nice. Uh, I love Timmy. Okay. I love Timmy, bro. The agility he had in the (laughs) post-game interview... To Oh, to you think it's of, cool
3: to say the P word no, to your he, teammates? No, he didn't.
0: I know, to your teammates? He didn't say it to his teammates. How do you know what he said? He could have said motherfuckers, which is not cool either. Hey, they're going to do a, a 30 for 30. Huh? They're going to do a huh? 30 for 30 like years later about Drew Timmy calling his teammates motherfuckers. Hey, honestly though, I don't know if this is a bad pick. I think it's a great pick. Guy's oh, got a headband. He thing, looks yeah. like a uh, mm, villain in, in the movie with Will Ferrell in basketball. Flint Tropics, what the fuck is that movie called? Semi pro. Semi pro. He looks like a semi pro villain. He absolutely put the team on his back. Second half, they were struggling. Chet, Mr. the next Kevin Durant was nowhere <laughs> to be found. Timmy, he's from Texas, and his dad's our team dad. Have you seen Mark Timmy? Guy's a fucking unit. He's our team dad. Bring us oranges. My next pick is Threaten Chet Holmgren. The other
3: dads. My next pick is Chet Holmgren, Gonzaga. It, this is called, you know how you consolidate a break in tennis by holding serve? I'm consolidating your shitty pick by taking the most vibe like player. Chet Holmgren's the most vibes vibe ever in the no. history of vibes? Gonzaga
1: basketball. He doesn't have a mustache. He doesn't have a headband, but buddy. Uh, dude, I don't know. I'm he weighs—he weighs, he I don't weighs know if what I know weigh. he wins
0: these drafts, dude?
3: He's seven foot tall, one ninety. Do you have a, I, Is there a mustache here? His dad has a camcorder team? in the stands.
0: Oh, oh, oh Drew are, we, Timmy's? Picking are we picking Chet? Are we picking Chet or Look at Drew or Timmy's Chet Holmgren. Look at Drew, Chet Holmgren. Look at Drew Timmy's dad. Look at that. Look, I'm looking look at, at Dave him. Dave Holmgren. You know what's being overlooked here? Looks like here? the next fucking kid
3: we hire. Exactly. The kid's name is Chet. That's being overlooked. His name's
0: Chet. That's great, man. His name's Chet. Now pull up Drew Timmy's dad. If he was Mike Holmgren,
3: we're gonna be like, okay, like that old coach. But his name's Chet. Why is Timmy's his, why dad. Why does Chet's
0: hair go three quarters to the side? Exactly, dude. That's not a That's good thing. That's the point.
3: He looks like Bert
0: or Ernie or whichever one. He plummeted because of that. I love Chet Because Holmgren. of the Ernie haircut. Look at Drew Timmy's dad, oh, dude. Oh,
3: cool. A high school PE coach. He, awesome.
0: He's six foot six. Dave Holmgren. About three bills. And and will snatch that camcorder out of Chet's dad's hand so fucking fast.
3: Drew Timmy. But, like, number one overall bad vibes team pick.
0: Oh, no. He's got great vibes.
3: Chet Holmgren's dad lives in a basement with a with his camcorders.
0: He's and he, that's he, perfect for you he, and your organization. He plays board vision. games. Shout This out is kind of like when the owners hire coaches that they can get along with. Yeah. You're, you're basically drafting this so you can hang out with Chet Holmgren's dad. Hangs out in a basement, plays boring all, g-
3: board all, games. All I'm hearing from you is Drew Timmy's dad. Drew Timmy's dad,
0: all right? <laughs> Drew Timmy is the reason we're drafting Drew Timmy. But it's a package deal because I also get a team dad that brings his oranges and looks like a hell's angel.
3: Welcome, Chet. I know that I'm still up. I know that I'm still up. I keep looking at TCU number four. and it Matt just Timmy makes had me, the soul
0: patch at one point.
3: It makes me sad. I mean, I, I guess I take some issue with, with taking the cheerleader. But, uh, okay, this is hard. What do I do? Because you guys don't know basketball enough to appreciate some of these guys. Here we That's go.
0: Here, we, here it is. Hey, he's a wounded animal now. He starts, <laughs> you don't know basketball. We don't know basketball. We're just running circles around you on this draft, bro. We know vibes. You don't know vibes. Can we say that? <laughs> hey, we don't know. You can have basketball. We'll take the vibes from here on out. Knowing basketball, it's a simple game. How many times can you foul? Oh, How? look out. Don't go, don't go under the screen. Look out for the backdoor cut. Oh, are they going small or are they going big? Oh, we don't know basketball. Fuck, that's the whole thing, dude. I just did the whole thing. So vibes is like. What's uh, oh, his purr? What's his war?
3: I'll take Jelly Walker, it's a stupid draft.
0: <laughs> Jelly Walker, Jelly Walker
1: is, on, is on vacation
0: right now.
3: Bucket getter, don't matter, eligible, name's Jelly. No, I love it, Scores I love it. a pick. lot. great pick,
0: great pick. Do I have any picks UAB left? Blazer. Do Your I actually next. have to add anybody else to this team? I guess I will. I'd love to put Kofi on there, but Kofi just, he did, he did not have the vibes this year. I'll go Remy Martin. Guy's name is Remy Martin. Uh, which is also liquor and a female rapper is very good female rapper too, by the way. And why scored, can't she just be a rapper? Cause she's a female rapper. All right. There's fewer female rappers than male rappers.
3: Oh, that's how it works. Okay. Yeah.
0: So Remy Martin first half carried Kansas. I had Kansas first half money line against Creighton, by the way, Creighton's got a pretty good player. I want to ask Titus about his pro prospects.
1: I have a decision between two players. That both you guys, I, I didn't expect them to be around. You guys must not watch basketball or know about vibes. Tommy <laughs> got, Cousy or Marcus Santos Silva?
3: Oh, Santos Silva. Yeah, he was on my board.
1: I, I think I'm going Tommy he Cousy. He's the sixth year grad student from St. Mary's. Uh, fired them into, uh, into the first round win over Indiana with 19 points. Lots of deep threes.
3: Low uh, key offense taken when I when I said I had heard of the other guy. His name's Koozie,
1: <laughs> yes, and he's not related to Bob Koozie, who it's couldn't go left differently.
3: Can this guy go left?
0: Oh
1: yeah!
3: Congratulations to all the participants. Oscar Shebway, basically just a better Kofi Coburn. JD Note, Jamal Shed didn't get drafted. All right,
0: Sam Menenga, Davidson.
1: Look, I can do it too. Tyrese Hunter.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh. Ty Ty well, Washington. Oh, I can Ty Ty Silva.
0: I can say names. R.J. Davis. He goes like names. Johnny Juzang didn't get taken. Malachi Branham. Oh, he's trying to show us how much basketball he knows because he got his ass kicked in the draft.
3: Here, I finished second, at least. No offense to you. Now wait a minute, cowboy. I mean, you, you didn't even take the best UCLA Bruin, and you had the you had it. Is right. that the Are end you of the kidding? Draft? His Is name's Tiger. <laughs> no shade. Dude. That's the end of the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris wins with Indiana cheerleader Big Eddie Lampkin Jaime Jaquez Drew actually uh, Drew Timmy I mean that could be disqualifying <laughs> Remy Martin uh, I got Jaden Ivey Doug Edder Benedict Mather and Chet Holmgren and Jelly Walker
0: that's pretty know. good I that? think there's gonna be a lot of fucking losers
3: that say Macon won the draft Cowboy Reed Chucky Hepburn Tiger Campbell Eric Gaines Matthew Mayer and Tommy E
2: if you settled it on the court Making would the <laughs>
1: My koozie. My team's winning on the on the town, at the bar, and on the court. Not on the court.
3: Except for not on the court or the other (laughs) two things. Timmy is
1: winning at the bar,
0: dude. Timmy is winning at the bar. With the other dudes, everyone's coming up and be like, yo, what's up, Timmy?
3: I got Doug Edder in my bar.
0: I got the cheerleader. You need the bottle on the top shelf?
3: You're gonna. So is, is the ball it a package stuck on deal the roof? because she needs the male cheerleader as well? No, she just needs Timmy.
0: Timmy, just like I one think. Of these.
3: I think that that's. It, I think that's more difficult than you're making it out to be. The whole throw someone on top of you. Well, what if a
0: cheerleader needs to get to the the top row of the bar on your team? We just call Benedict Matherin. How's he gonna pick her up? Jump. Benedict will jump. Anyways, you forgot to. Draft and no you, no no. Did you, not
3: forget to draft. You Forgot might,
0: to mention. You probably fucked up the draft, dude. Honestly,
3: I didn't fuck up the draft. I'm happy with my draft. There's
0: a guy at Murray State who was playing college basketball during the NCAA tournament in boxer shorts. And Makan I uh, sent the picture. Yeah,
3: I got. A, I took a picture of my TV. You know. Yeah. The way real content people do it. We think, you know, because I think I see a sliver of it on the right leg. Number too. 31 I, I think for he's, Murray State. He's hooping
0: in boxer shorts. Hooping in boxer shorts. So he deserves a mention. I would not have drafted him. I found it really interesting, like listening to the Kenny the Jet talk about New York basketball mm-hmm. and how, like, and this is interesting regionally. There's so much variability, but like Kenny said, they don't shoot jump shots there because the wind's blowing. Like guys grow up playing pickup basketball in the cold, the wind's blowing, so that's why you see so much dribble penetration. You also see the guards like they love to be in traffic. And they do. like They're a very gritty, hustling team. And I want to I plant my flag here. After watching Murray State and St. Peter's, which is a totally New York game, they should have had the guy who was calling Gonzaga in Memphis.
1: Steve Lapis, former head coach.
0: He's so New York. They should have had him calling that game. But I'm planting my flag. St. Peter's basketball is high-motor basketball. They're a high-motor team. They're just hustle. They, they're nonstop. And I think wearing boxer shorts of the game for a New York kid, <laughs> uh, like a Murray State guy, it's a, per, it's a perfect deal. And I, I thought it was really interesting. And then one more thing before we get to Mark Titus. This just in, per BPI, chance to win the national championship. Gonzaga, 26%. Houston, 18%. At number wow. two. So <laughs> it's not good. Teddy right, champs, right, let's get Titus on.
3: We can let him be the arbiter of last this draft. Week. He can. Yeah, sick
0: for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Miraculous. He must have had some uh, ivermectin before he got on Pardon my take. They gave him some. Uh, What's
3: going to be fascinating if he says, Tate never said I was supposed to come oh, on this podcast. We got to work this that out That would be it. amazing. Man. Tate just trying to get all the shine Tate just for getting himself. getting
0: the shine. And we're uh, okay with that. Tate's team's still in the tournament your money team. Titus, nah. When your business is starting its championship run, nothing matters more than finding and hiring the best team. With Indeed, you have the power to build a dynasty by hiring more MVPs faster. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy Indeed makes it easy to hire great talent. According to Comscore, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
4: Uh, this is going to sound condescending, but I swear to God, I'm curious. Is UVA still in the NIT?
3: Yes. Okay. Um, last night at about eight ten p.m. Eastern time, Virginia defeated North Texas in overtime in Denton, Texas. Oh, nice. They got a kid named Tyler Perry who's good at basketball, T-Y-L-O-R. And Virginia <laughs> will be hosting the Bonnies on Tuesday night for the right to go to Madison Square Garden.
0: How about that? How about should we should we go up there? I'll,
3: well, I'm going to the game on Tuesday. Ask me anything. <laughs> Actually invested in an NIT quarterfinal game. Ask me anything.
0: Titus, you never played in an NIT, did you? Oh, no, we won it. We oh, won it. It's a great tournament. I won. I, we won the year
4: after we uh the year after we lost to Florida in the title game, we went to the NIT. We, we lose to Florida in 07 in the title game. And then in 08, we get to the Madison Square Garden and it was us and UMass and Florida. And uh, boy, I forget who the fourth one was. But well, we stayed in Florida's hotel and it was the saddest scene you've ever seen. Having two, like th- the, the guys who weren't even the stars on the teams that played in the national title game are now stuck around for the NIT teams. And then we were talking so much shit to each other with the Florida <laughs> guys. But like, I was off on the fringes, just laughing at it. Cause I was like, all of you guys suck. Like the real guys that like <laughs> took, took you to the title games are in the NBA now. You know what I mean? You can't um, be proud. You got nothing. Yeah. And then Florida, we thought we were going to play Florida in the NIT, which I think would have been the first time ever to play, to have a national champion rematch as the NIT championship the next year. But then Florida choked and we ended up being UMass and won the NIT. And it was okay. the weirdest scene because we like, we were like, do we, we celebrate, right? Like, this is something you celebrate. So we were, like, kind of happy, but we are also, like, this is so weird. What What's going on here? That's I what know. I was going
0: to ask is, like, how the fuck? I know Tony's got the guys up, and I know it matters, and you can't say out loud that, like, we don't want to be here at all, but, like, do you want to be in the NIT at Yeah, all? You've been there, and you weren't, like, a team that's excited to go to Madison Square Garden. Like, you're a Buckeye, dude. Yeah, 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 we were not. In fact, I think we played in the preseason at NIT,
4: at the start of the year, so even the idea of like going to New York Synergy. and playing in that building, we're back. We were, we were like, "Oh my god!" Well, I think we we stayed at the same hotel, stayed in the same room, and I was like, "God damn it, here we go again." But uh what an advantage
0: no, you guys had! You if guys...
4: you're gonna be in it, you got to win it. i That was our attitude. I think is like the, the only thing more embarrassing is like losing in the first round, right? So you might as well win the damn thing if you're gonna be in it. That's I don't know. the perfect way to get up for the, the fuck it,
0: <laughs> fuck it indeed.
3: Would you rather win the NIT or be at midcourt where leaky black found himself
0: and uh, <laughs> throw it
3: as hard as he possibly could off the backboard. That was incredible. in a spot that was fairly important. Yo, your thoughts.
4: That was one of the funniest basketball plays I've ever seen in my life. Because as you said, uh, I think they were up six with a minute left in overtime against the defending national champion. One seed. And this man just rocketed the ball off the backboard. And the, 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 the thing that made it so funny too, was that it wasn't really that shocking. Cause of what we've seen like leading up to that point, the, the Carolina throw the ball all over the gym and letting Baylor back into the game. It was just like the perfect cherry on top of that shit Sunday that Carolina had uh, created down the stretch of regulation there. It was so funny.
0: But the pass <laughs> also impressively like gained momentum <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. If it was the same thing with the physics with the LSU kid block. I said he climbed, like, an imaginary staircase. The ball didn't make sense. <laughs> like, it just didn't make Keep sense. The, the path didn't make sense, but then the ball didn't make sense. Okay, so we talked about a couple teams that aren't going to win the whole thing, NIT uh, teams. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a tough teams. road. For yeah, for let's talk guys. about teams that are in the NCAA tournament that can't win the whole thing. Who are you just like, nah, that... It's not gonna happen. It's cute. We're,
4: nah. we're working backwards. The 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 shittiest teams that are left in this thing. Well, it's it's funny because uh I think once you get to the sweet sixteen, you start to talk yourself into being the team of destiny. You start to talk yourself into like this is th- this is happening. Even St. Peter's fans are like, listen, man, we already beat Kentucky and Murray State. How if Purdue's not better than Kentucky, we can beat, we can beat Purdue, we could beat North Carolina, and you start talking yourself into it, but uh no, I mean, St. Peter's has to be right. Like, yeah. I don't want to, sh- I don't want to rain on the parade, but um, I, I would say the 15 seed that's left in this thing is probably the least likely to go all the way. Um, but it, it's a fun story. It's I, it, I I'll tell you this St. Peter's, and this is just objectively speaking. I think the St. Peter's story is, is certainly more fun than the Oral Roberts story. And I think we should spend more time talking about St. Peter's and never talk about Oral Roberts again. That's my <laughs> view on it. Yeah, I think.
0: You would say that or UMBC. Yeah, um, yeah, okay. exactly. You got Yeah, UMBC. This but they is, didn't this have this as long a journey. That's and the you, question. You had a really good point earlier. Well, listen. I want it I, to be a good point.
3: We take, uh, sincerely, I think we take some pride in being the only one to lose to a 16. Because, well, only because we because won Because we won it the next year. So it's, it's yeah. part of the story and it's cool. But I do think there's an argument that this St. Peter's win over Kentucky is the bigger upset than a UMBC over Virginia, even though it was a 16-1 in part because... There was no DeAndre Hunter, and part right. because UMBC had Lyles, who was a shot maker. I mean, Saint Peter's is running out Doug Eddard, for Christ's <laughs> sake.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I agree with you, Mike. I think uh, I think that's uh, that's a great call actually, because uh, the, w- if you rewatch the Virginia, I know you guys rewatch it all the time. All the the time. UMBC, all the UVA time. game every morning. Um, it starts to make sense like the more you the more you think about it the more you're like i guess this kind of makes sense that that umbc had this stud guard and and uva didn't have their best defender for that game and i mean obviously there's a lot of psychological stuff that went into that because as, as you guys know you've talked to all the guys on the team that like their assholes started tightening up as as the lead started to grow and they and, and it just kind of snowballed from there but uh that one makes sense. Looking back on it. Like I can, my brain is kind of processed that St. Peter's this run that they're on. I'm not sure I completely get it. They're like, they, cause even, even the people that are explaining it to me, like, no, they, they play great team defense and they're well coached. And I'm like, yeah, that's every team in this tournament. Like I don't, you yeah, know, but- almost every team in this tournament. I don't Kentucky plays can play great team defense. And I thought they were well co- I, you know, so like, I don't, I'm still not really understanding the formula of how they're pulling this off. Uh, other than great team defense and being well coached, I guess I don't know.
0: Do you know? And I don't know if I've ever told you this though. When I when I watched, like I remember you watching. You might be surprised. I remember you watching Oral Roberts, Ohio State. <laughs> uh, but when I was when I watched UMBC, I was at a wedding at the at the huh. Jersey Shore, uh, and it was uh, it was on my in laws' side, and my in laws are from Baltimore and Jersey, and so I roll up in the morning, total afterthought, we're gonna beat this team, we're playing later, never heard of the Retrievers. Bunch of people in brown hoodies, and brown and yellow hoodies are at the wedding, (laughs) and they're ribbing me, and I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever, and so I had to watch it the night before the wedding, get blackout drunk because of it, wake up hungover and take shit from people who were (laughs) literally UMBC graduates. That's how bad Mm. my luck is as a Virginia fan, but mm. I want to ask you this, though, with St. Peter's.
3: I was courtside. He so, was courtside. Uh, yeah, I,
0: th- <laughs> th- I, I think mine was worse. <laughs> I, I really do, because I had to wake up in the morning and face those people. Okay. So, like, St. Peter's, they hit a bunch of shots, especially early in the Kentucky game. Like, they're playing a totally different style of game. And then the Murray State game is like a rock fight. You don't think that's impressive that they they've won in different ways? And, like, you don't. Do you think that Purdue is even a possibility? I don't know what the line is on that game.
4: Uh, uh, I, I think it's high. I think it's like twelve or something.
3: Yeah. Oh, I'm bad.
0: Yeah, that feels right. Yeah, and what what side would you be on?
3: Uh, Purdue. I, I, it's I think, midnight. I think that's it. It's midnight. Jaden Ivey can cover on his. Well. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah.
4: I mean, we've seen this uh, to Oral Roberts' credit. They're the they're the one team that uh, the 15 that went into the Sweet 16. They gave Arkansas a good game last year, and yeah. it came down to the stretch they But yeah, more often than not, when you give the better team some time to prepare and and unlike Kentucky who was probably going to the St. Peter's game more worried about Murray state and San Francisco in the next round. I, I like to believe that Purdue is not going to be overlooking St. Peter's. If there's one program in this country, that's like nothing is is guaranteed for us. And if there's no such thing as like, just go ahead and write us in the next round. I feel like it's Purdue. So, uh, Purdue size and Jaden Ivy are two things that St. Peter's, you know, as, as athletic as Kentucky is, and, and she weighs a beast down low. St. Peter's hasn't seen anything like Zach Eady and Trevion Williams and Jaden Ivy. So I don't, I think, I think it might be midnight, Chris. So I think it is, is
0: midnight and it fucking sucks, but I'm still going to bet them and maybe tease <laughs> and I'm probably going to tease them is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tease them to like eight, 18. So um, Sheen Holloway, where is he headed next? Because the Seton, Seton Hall, Hall job just opened up and, and the Maryland domino effect. Yeah. So is that kind of like where he's going, you think?
4: Uh, that's where everyone, th- in fact, that's what uh, I think Kevin Willard said when he lost... The TCU in his postgame press conference. He he said something about like I'm I'm leaving and you guys should hire Shaheen all the way. Thank you. Good night. And <laughs> got <up and> left. <laughs> That's
0: good. Uh, okay, so uh, Iowa State, you called him the most least interesting sweet Sixteen And they team beat the second least interesting time. team of all time in Wisconsin. Yeah, there's
3: this group, I think Iowa State's in a group of of teams that can't win this tournament. Tony Bennett watched a TED talk one time and he said adversity, period. If you learn to use it the right way, it can buy you a ticket to a place you couldn't have gotten to any other way. Grammar's a little suspect, but um, I think Iowa State uh, is like Michigan in that it can't win this tournament. But Michigan and Jawan Howard has faced so much adversity coming back. Don't do now. this.
4: not do this. From, Please don't do
0: this. The, more, the, the phrasing was, uh, it was incredible watching the phrasing this weekend, like from everybody. I'll give Chuck credit. Chuck was kind of like, he got himself into the, he got in some trouble. Did he? But everybody yeah. else was like, the the adversity that was just thrust upon Juwan Howard, <laughs> it's just incredible that he's overcome it. What are the it really? It really is like like <laughs>
4: Howard's being treated like he was one of the Duke lacrosse guys that was like had his name dragged through the mud and like we killed this man and he's been through all this and we were he was wrongfully accused of
0: just heinous that you know listen and Jawan Howard I like Juwan Howard him smacking a coach upside the head is like it's more I think we all have a problem with the reaction yeah like it's not it's not I vindicated that no, nobody's ever. Redemption. Nobody's ever done something angry in a handshake line, like or even twice in I, one year. I mean, this genuinely as a
4: Buckeye, I am glad Javon Howard was not fired. Uh, not because I think that like he's he's a bad coach, and I, it helps my team beat him. That's not it. It's it's <laughs> Michigan will never be able to have the moral high ground ever again. So that's that's, that's exciting. Um, but also he's content. like, I, I really do love that. He stuck around. So like my outrage isn't that I thought this man should be fired and I can't believe he's back on a, on a bench coaching. My outrage is, as you said, like the response to this is though he's gone through just like insurmountable adversity by striking <laughs> a man in the face. And it's like, what, what are we
0: doing? bro? And again, <laughs> No problem with Juwan Howard. You guys can be you guys can make judgments on his, his coaching abilities much better than I can. I didn't turn ghost white when I saw him graze that other six ten guy. Yeah. Not a big deal. Uh but yes. also he, he he's not overcoming like um some terrible disease here.
4: Well, the, the, the funny part about it too, and I don't know how many people have really uh, paid attention to who he hit, but, uh, Joe Krabinoff is a son of a bitch now because that guy, I mean, not to revisit the whole incident, but like that was, that was what was hilarious to me was, uh, uh, people talking about, like, if, if, like, thank God that Jawan Howard is, he only got one shot in. And, like, if he, whoever that is, I'm telling you, Joe Krabenoff played at Wisconsin. He is, he is basically like a bigger Brad Davidson, just like a hard nosed son of a bitch. That, like, I, I if, if, if Jawan Howard and Joe Krabanoff actually fought and, and everyone spread out and let them actually fight, I am taking Joe Krabanoff, no questions wow. asked. Yeah, I'm he was, at a
0: picture of him back in the He
4: was days. basically my age, and we played against him in Wisconsin. Yeah, and he's like, got it, that, I, that hollow stare, big jaw. Look at him. Yeah. Dude, dude I'm telling you, the scouting reports like on, on Joe Kravinoff when we were playing against them were just straight up like this man look is look going to goon. try to kill There's you. There's one word yeah. that comes to mind when <laughs> yeah. I
0: look at Joe Kravinoff as a basketball player where he looks, he looks like a 36 year old Lithuanian. An alumni game. Yeah. <laughs> Wisconsin. Yikes. Uh, please, dude. More All right, like Estonia. Titus, um, the
3: most important part of this tournament is Mike Krzyzewski and the, and the Duke Blue Devils. Yes.
0: let's get to it.
3: And, um, you know, this was a... I don't know if I'll go as far as saying a bad Michigan State team, but not a Michigan State team of old, and they still made them sweat. Can Texas Tech be the end of the road? The, the lovely, likable Mark Adams. You can't uh-huh. name a bunch of Red Raiders going up against... Bankero, Bankero is the scariest part because he can be bad and he can also be really good, and their ceiling is really high. But it doesn't seem like to me they can string together another four wins, but they also could. So it's terrifying.
4: Yeah, I mean, Duke is Duke is clearly the most talented team left in the tournament uh, in terms of like individual talent, and Mm. that's not even my opinion. Just like Google NBA mock drafts and hit enter and see what comes up and see how many see how many Duke guys are popping up in the first round. Um, so in that regard, like, the, of course, they're always in every game. Of course, they, they could win the national title. Of course, you know, the the, the the pretending like this is going to be the end of the road for Duke at any point is, uh, I don't know. It's not a guarantee by any stretch of the imagination, but Texas Tech is a great matchup uh, for those of us that are, are wanting to see Coach K bow out early. They are like the opposite of Duke in the sense that they are not cool. They are not trying to be cool. They are, are, are trying to turn every game into a rock fight. Uh, they have a bunch of dudes on their teams with chips on their shoulders, uh, transfer and, and especially like the, the circumstances of Chris Beard leaving and then trying to recruit some of those guys to Texas. They have played that way all season. I think they have the best defense. I think Kim Palm says they have the best defense in the country right now. And it, it is going to be a stylistic matchup. That's, that's going to be fun to watch. And I actually think Texas tech is smart enough to let Paulo Bencaro beat them. And I think that, uh, or try to beat them to where it's it's kind of the other guys on Duke that terrify me. It's like Mark Williams and AJ Griffin and and Jeremy Roach played really well against Michigan State, and when those guys start getting some juice going. Uh, that's when Duke becomes scary. When Duke is not scary, but like when everyone thinks they're scary, is when Paolo is is going off for like twenty five and twelve, and has his jersey untucked and is pointing at the crowd, and you know he's got his swagger turned all the way up. But like the other teams, like this is perfect because these other dudes aren't doing anything and they're just standing around watching Paolo. So uh, Griffin um, went off when they came to Charlottesville single handedly. Yeah. Dude, he's a beast. Yep. Griffin's the guy, man. He's, he's, he's unbelievable. He kind of came out of, not came out of nowhere. I mean, he's a five-star and, and he's probably going to be a first round pick, maybe a lottery pick, but uh, he wasn't like, like at the start of the season, they weren't really using him that much. And he he kind of like slowly came into the rotation and now he's, he's my favorite player on their team. Honestly, Yeah, yeah mine,
3: too. mine too. You, you and Tate are producing a lot of content. Um, so I assume you've touched on these two things, but uh, one, uh, Pete Gillen is dead. <laughs> um and 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 two circling right back. Uh, Duke only hangs championship banners in Cameron Endor. Did you yeah. see this CBS? Uh, yeah. It, uh, I I don't. I, it was some sort of produced bit where then they pan to the ceiling at Cameron Endor where it says Coach K won a thousand Thousandth games <laughs> and and they were ranked number one a, a bunch of times. It has to end and it has to end poorly and it has to end in... And, so what's the uh, most – spectac-
0: give me the most spectacular way Duke loses. I, like I actually hate don't Duke, and by the way, we got to let Titus in on uh, a fact that like I we all drew lottery balls and if a team was on the ball, then that's the team you root against because if they win, you have to get a tattoo, and one of our guys drew Duke. so Oh, no. Yeah, so uh, Dr. <laughs> Facts rooting against Duke. We're all rooting against Duke. What's the most spectacular way that we could see Duke lose here?
3: I, I'll jump in and say it's to Carolina in a Final Four, but yeah. sure ah. of that, I would yeah. say as soon as possible.
0: Okay. Yeah.
4: I, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, as soon as possible is probably the, I the top I think answer. about
0: UNC and Duke again. I've just I've kind of compartmentalized it. I don't want to see it, but if it has to be, it, it will be.
4: But I I think the long play is uh, this won't be as satisfying in the moment, but this is more of a uh, you look up at the start of next season and you realize that this was a nightmare for Duke, which is losing to Gonzaga in the lead eight. And then Gonzaga goes on to win the national title and solidifies their place in the college basketball landscape as the new Duke. And nobody cares about Duke anymore because Gonzaga is the new tiny private school with the coach that's like everyone says is likable, but then you're like, are, "Is is he that? Li- why is he likable again? Like, remind me why Mark fuse so likable? He and then, because he has dogs. two German shepherds, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: <dogs>. yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, and and all the. I mean, I mean, the parallels are there, And especially a guy like Drew Timmy. It feels like Christian Leitner. I mean, it feels like it feels like last year was 1990 for Gonzaga. And this year's 1991, and Drew Timmy's Christian Leitner. And, and that's kind of the arc we're on to where once Gonzaga wins one, the floodgates are open. And the likable, you know, the plucky underdog out on the West Coast in the middle of nowhere is suddenly that annoying fucking program but that, like, they kind of already
0: because you know, everybody always picks them in their bracket and they let everybody down. Like, I feel like yeah. they occupy some weird space between underdog and, like, just this chalky yeah. team that you, because they're always but, a one or a two or, like, but you you hit your wagon to them inevitably. And by the way, when it comes to German Shepherds, did you see the video of the German Shepherd getting a pool toy out of the pool with the With the thing this weekend, Matt saw it. It It's incredible. These German Shepherds are so smart, they can't stop Mark Few from getting in the car drunk. So they can get a fucking... Pulled the kid back from getting the toy, put the thing in, and got the toy out. Had the thing, dude. The thing that you scooped the pool guy. Anyways, German Shepherds, you're slacking. Mark Few can't get in the car tanked. Go ahead, Titus.
4: No, I was going to say uh, what, what you said that the Gonzaga lives in that weird in between of underdog and powerhouse blue blood. Yeah. They, they want to be treated like blue blood, whatever getting number one recruits and all that. And I think the moment they win the title, all the underdog stuff goes away and, and all the, it's no longer an in-between. That's what I mean. And they become the new Duke. And I think that might be coach K and, and John Shire's nightmare that, uh, mm. c- cause they, they want, he wants to just pass off the, the empire to K or to Shire. I mean, but what if the, the empire dissolves and like relocates to Spokane? You know, Ooh. that's, that's, that's a nightmare situation for Kay to look up in five years and no one gives a shit about Duke
0: basketball anymore.
4: Mm. Like that, that's, that's really it. People like he wants, he wants us to hate that him.
0: arena in Spokane. Yeah. In yeah. The rain. Fewville <laughs> actually, does it rain in Spokane? <laughs> Probably. Okay. it's a mountain. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. So let me ask you this. What do you think is going to be the most fun game coming up this weekend? Okay. Um, that's a great question. I, I, I think Arizona Houston is going
4: to be really interesting, especially what uh, Arizona last night against TCU watching. Um, T- TCU and Houston are, are so very fun. similar. So fun. Big Eddie yeah.
3: Lampkin. Uh, okay. Hey, I can still talk about him even if he's all on your team. All of a sudden, team. you're a
0: big Eddie Lampkin. All guy. of a sudden, I was he. I you had a whole fucking <laughs> <pick> <laughs> to take him. team. Had, so we just did our all vibes team, which is basically hey, do you know what vibes are? Yeah, I am I'm, I'm aware wear. Bubble wear. Look at yeah, his shirt. My yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> draft Titus on my all vibes team, but no. So I took Eddie Lampkin two You didn't even take him. You you had a chance to get him in the first round. Do you want to see who won the draft? As Titus, sure. And for the record, yeah, I me, we'll get the
4: Arizona your, TCU. I now for the yeah, record, give me, give, me, give me your teams. I want to be the judge of the all vibes. team exactly.
3: I, I think that Chris likely won the draft, although he ah! he had the number one overall pick on the bad vibes team, which which I will tell you. So. On my team, it's Jaden Ivey, Doug mm-hmm. Eddard, Benedict yeah, Mathren. Doug Eddard,
0: I've never heard of him. Chet Holmgren. Just got a mustache. Jelly Walker. Only white guy on the team. All right. How cool.
3: Chris's team. <laughs> now, he won it right off the bat by going outside the rules. Chris's team, Indiana cheerleader, Eddie Lampkin, Jaime Jaquez, Drew Timmy, which was so this Bizarre. is. I think
0: Drew Timmy has great vibes. No. You think Chet Holmgren has better vibes than yeah. Drew Timmy? All time. You're you're parking in that garage too. Chet has all time vibes. Uh, no, no, no. No, Timmy no sucks. I'm,
4: I'm I'm more at Timmy vibes because did you see the interview Timmy, Timmy did? Yeah. Did you see the, the That's exactly that was good what I vibes in the in the that draft That was good room. vibes. This yeah, guy was good
0: vibes. You don't know basketball. <laughs>
3: That's the <laughs> elephant in the room. I don't know. You guys have really big issues. In life, if you're thinking that Drew Timmy has good vibes, this is this should be instructive I, to you.
4: I mean, he's got better vibes than Chet. Chet has Chet, no vibes. Chet's That's the appeal Chet. of Chet. That <laughs> is the
0: problem. You're shooting for a Chet vibe in your life, like you were Like his dad's super cool. He hangs out in the basement. He's got a cam- camcorder. He plays board games. I'm like, that doesn't sound cool. You're, you're talking about Mark Timmy all day. Mark long. Timmy cool is a cool fucking Timmy unit, is. dude. He will he will scare all the other dads on the other teams. Six, six, three bills. That's my fucking dad.
3: Jaden Ivey dunks and, and jumps That's out of cool. the gym. That's cool. Give him Reed's team. Save Reed's it.
0: important to me. Cowboy Reed's team. Get, Cowboy had Re-
3: Chucky Hepburn only because he's related somehow to Audrey Hepburn, and he's trying to – it's a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> Tiger Campbell, Eric Gaines, Matthew Mayer, and Tommy Cousy.
0: Who won the draft.
4: So it sounds like Reed is a hair guy. Like when he thinks vibes, he yeah. thinks hair. With Chucky e. Hepburn and Makes Tiger sense, Campbell, it's like and Matthew Reed's Meyer, it's like yeah, John
0: Wilkes Booth,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. It seems like he just googled headshots and was like, "I like this guy's hair." <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to know. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, actually, those names stood out to me. I, I, I think Chris still wins, though. I think Chris, uh, Chris, gonna win better. a draft,
0: huh? Hey. Yeah. All right. So, Arizona TCU, Eddie Lampkin. It's the biggest yeah. travesty in the tournament that Eddie Lampkin, know. after getting posterized, comes back. At, weigh in on another thing here. Best dunk in tournament history last night. I'm, I'm a prisoner of the moment. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> There, there were a couple of good. I mean,
4: Isaiah Wong shitting on Jabari Smith was nasty too. I missed um, that one. Jabari, Jabari had a good dunk in the fifteen-two game on the Jacksonville State guy. Uh, yes, he did. But yeah, the bathroom one was nasty. It was just so. It was just so uh, angry. You know, like oh. that was what it was. It was just, it just seemed like he was exercising demons with that thing so speaking of uh videos and uh uh, stuff going on i saw you tweeted the video chris of
0: of kids just like (laughs) doing god knows what no i know what they were doing they were either it was a woodwind instrument or they were cracking pepper okay like (laughs) because
4: no the reason i bring it up is because when i went to the big east tournament i swear to god like i felt like I, i've never felt older in my life than being in madison square garden at the big east tournament last week and it felt like every third person they put on the screen was doing the exact same thing really like, f- fucking
0: playing a, as you said a, i'm not no, even gonna, gonna pay no, it because no, that's, that's gonna give saying, me like, trouble like, no, i think it's a tiktok thing honestly i think woodwinds are coming back and <laughs> i think these kids were just playing woodwinds
3: cool throne blowjobs <laughs> it's a different show.
4: I know. Can you imagine, like, how, how do you feel any other thing, but like a million years old watching that as, as guys are age, you know, and and you're like, <laughs> it finally kill. happened. It kill. finally <laughs> happened that the kids are doing something that I'm like, what the fuck is this? Are, are we,
0: we're simulating blowjobs on a camera. Like what is happening? Well, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, no, so, so, so no, honestly, my takeaway was that everybody acted like we weren't teenagers at one point. Not that yeah. I would have done that because I wouldn't have had seats like that.
2: Uh, and that's I, true. <laughs> And that's the whole
0: thing is like, if I'd have done that at 13, I'd have done it in a lot lower uh, risk setting for myself. Like those kids today, you might want to check in on them. Yeah. They might be suspended.
4: From I, I like to think that like what I would have done I would have done the suck it sign or something. Like, you know? the guy like I wouldn't have uh, done Wisconsin,
0: Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin yeah,
4: Yes, yes. I wouldn't have done the actual sucking. I would have told someone else to suck You know what I mean? Like that was what the disconnect is for me. I'm like, I was thirteen two once, but I yeah, I, I yeah, don't no understand question. what's no question. Yeah, I don't know. No
0: question. It's a tough <laughs> it's a tough look for those kids. Uh, anyway. So I think that's gonna be a fun game. That's my tattoo team, Houston, by the way. And I'm terrified. I just saw Yeah. Fucking they have they can, an eighteen percent chance of winning the tournament. They have Jamal Shad and they can rebound like like TCU did. Oh, they're scary.
4: That's that's the bad matchup for Arizona, is that Arizona, I think, last you beat TCU, you exhale, you say, Thank God we don't have to play a team that's gonna crash the class like they did and and almost and, and just be so physical and play great defense. Thank God that's behind us. And then you look up and it's Houston, who's like the exact same kind of team. Uh, so that, that's going to be a fun one because it is, I don't know what Arizona's. I don't know how you prep for that. I mean, you've gone all season in Arizona. I wouldn't say they're soft, but they're definitely more of a, of a finesse team and they enjoy like getting out and going and playing European style European basketball, guys, you know. man. Yeah. So I, I don't know how you, and, you know, you have four days prep. I don't know how you turn that group into a hard nosed team. That's going to be ready for
3: Houston, enough but
0: concrete, mm, you know, we'll what I mean? Houston, the city of concrete, Overpasses we'll and such.
3: Hey, Tate Frazier came on this show and and told everybody to to take South Dakota State over Providence by like thirty five <laughs> points, and we have Providence in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, what gives? What gives? That entire Midwest. I, I'd like to think Kansas has an easy path here, but who knows? Miami spreads it out with five guys and and has scores. Is this is this Kansas or can something happen in the Midwest?
4: It's it's Kansas but Providence, I mean the story of Providence is that they they they're lucky, right? Like that's what they that's what everyone talks about when we talk about Providence is that they uh I got in trouble going on part of my take before the tournament and I I just yeah, said Yeah, you got that, in trouble
0: here going on part of my take before the tournament too. <laughs> Tate said you were sick. <laughs> we were kidding Titus and Tate. Mark's been sick for weeks. <laughs> He's been he took some ivermectin and it was good for for part of my take right now
3: was it was a
0: miracle he
4: was sick one it was a miracle day. i thought you guys would i thought you guys would appreciate the uh, the miracle of modern science but apparently not i <laughs> no, guess uh, i guess no, you guys no. are not um, no, uh no i'm 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 allergic to tate is what it was i don't want to spend any more time when you, when you said you wanted us both i was like my god can i get away from this guy <laughs> for for five seconds no uh Glad so to, so I, say I,
0: you're good your voice does sound a little I, shitty
4: I said, uh, I said that Providence does nothing well. And I said it like in an endearing way, which is that like, when you watch Providence, there's nothing that stands out that they, they, you know, they're not knocked down three point shooters. They don't take care of the ball better than everyone else. They don't play insane defense. It's like, it's not exactly clear how they keep winning games, but they do win. And they like, to their credit, they always find ways to win except for when they lose by <laughs> no 35 and yeah, oh, yeah, by 35. So yeah, I think, I, I really do think that that's like a, a skill, the sense of like, like the psychology of the NCAA tournament of uh, if, if Providence is down three to Kansas with five minutes left, Providence is is not even going to be kind of phased and they're going to say, we're good. We know exactly what happens next. And I don't know if Kansas will be rattled, but uh, it, I mean, if you're asking me like, does Kansas have an easy path? The Kansas certainly has the easiest path left, I would say, of all like the best right. teams. I would not overlook Providence. Iowa State is—they've been a good team for most of the season. The Big Twelve kind of chewed them up and spit them out, but they're not an exciting team, as you said, Macon. I don't think like anyone's excited about watching Iowa State Miami per se. But
0: um, both of those want to watch Miami. I mean, and would you take Miami today? Like, no matter what that line is, we found out was like two and a half.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like well, Miami just again high ceiling low floor but yeah let me ask you
0: this kansas i'd never watched kansas really this year and that big guy played great for them down the stretch yeah or or whatever his name is Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering does you know what's the size quotient like at the bottom of that that bracket there like with providence iowa state miami those aren't really like miami's not a big team I don't know anything but, about problems. Yeah, really.
4: Kansas. That's not. That's not how Kansas is going to win. So yeah. I, I, I see you thinking that, but like, yeah. McCormack's not their guy. He's so not I don't. Their think, guy. He
0: just had a big
4: yeah, game. He just had like. He just yeah. played well that game. Um, Remy Martin's the guy for Kansas. That uh, he's, he, he, he. Uh, yeah, that's a, That's an all vibes pick there. That name is all vibes. He. Uh, he's like disappeared all season. He was preseason Big Twelve Player of the Year. Uh, they said he was hurt for a while, but like also. I don't think he was really that hurt. They were just they're bringing him off the bench, and he, he he played really well against Creighton. and I think he makes a huge difference for Kansas. So the Kansas team I saw all year versus the Kansas team they are now, if Remy Martin is playing like he has been, um they're going to be really good. So
0: how good the yeah, Creighton the, kid is? The Creighton kid an NBA guy. The guy the the guy they were they were comparing him to Pascal Siakam, the guy yeah. from Uganda. He's he's, yeah. he's very active. Is
4: well, it, it, how much stock do you put in in-state tournament games? Cause I don't think he's played like that all year. He, he's so they, very, very good, but it, it was, okay. it was just like a, it was a one time the stage is bright. Uh, Calc Brinter, their big dude for Creighton yeah. wasn't playing. So I think he was like, I got to do all this myself. Yeah. Um, which was awesome. It was a great game, but yeah, I hope he comes game. back. I hope he comes back, but I can see him going to combines and, and workouts and killing it and, and leaving early, but Creighton, Creighton will be really good next year. So I want to, I'm going to get ahead of that, that, uh, Next year we're gonna the the brackets gonna come out and people are gonna say, uh, Greg McDermott can't get it done, he can't he can't get to the Sweet Sixteen, he can't get. I think Creighton's gonna be very good, and I'm I'm going to uh, keep all of my Creighton stock because I think they might be the best team in the Big East next year. But anyway, that's not what you asked me.
0: Um, <laughs> coaches, do you have like give me the best in game coach left, and then the, the and then the coach Cal the replacement, liab- and then the liability. That you're the really, coach cal the coach cal replacement is gone yeah give me give me your best and worst uh,
4: in show left best in game coaches left uh let's see here guys who guys who I, re- I mean shaheen holloway is like the the hot name and i think like that's it's not just cuz they're winning i think like if you're actually watching how st peters is doing this um his, his sets his his timeout calls his uh, the, they're they're just running circles around dudes, and that's been fun to watch. So, uh, but but it's always th- that kind of stuff always stands out to you more when you do have a, a shittier roster than the other guy you're going up against. Because uh, a lot of these coaches will get open looks for guys, and then they brick them, and then we pretend like they're bad coaches. But uh, Shaheen Holloway is is I, I don't want to say he's the best coach in the, but but he is he's definitely impressed me. His, his, his when he gets hired by Seton Hall, I don't think it's just because he won these two games. I think it is like he's been awesome the way they've won these games. So mm-hmm. I like Tommy Lloyd a lot. I like the, the, the fact that he basically took uh Sean Miller's roster and, and you know, he made a few tweaks to it, but uh, it's basically the same guys. And now they're to, in my mind, I think Arizona has been the best team in the country all season. So I do love Tommy Lloyd, but Kelvin Sampson, that's why I'm so excited for that matchup. I think, cause Kelvin Sampson's a son of a bitch. And I say that, uh, you know, lovingly he's his, His guy, Houston has, I'll I'll say this, that Houston has the best culture of any team left in this tournament in terms of like every single guy knows exactly what they're trying to do. They know exactly what Houston basketball is. And like you watch Houston now and you go back and watch them like in the 2018 Houston team, they feel like the exact same team and they will feel like the exact same team next year. And I respect that about Calvin Sampson, even though he did cheat and ruined Indiana's program for like seven years. But other than that,
0: yeah, I respect him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, has anybody checked call. on that LSU coach? Will Wade? Yeah. I don't think he's so bad. Yeah, you're a big Will Wade guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's so bad. He just, hey, what's wrong with Will Wade? Can you tell me what, what I mean, I know he broke the rules, but we all hate those rules. So why are we yeah, actually like well, Will Wade killed somebody? Because
4: there's the, there's a song and dance to how you break the rules. You can't just like flagrantly, you know, I think that's the issue is that there was this kind of an unspoken rules about, he didn't break the, it's not that he broke the NCAA rules, it's that he broke the uh, the unspoken rules amongst all the coaches, I think. Yeah. That like, there's a way, if you're going to cheat, yeah, if you you brought too much heat, if you're going to to cheat. You got to do it in like a certain way. You can't just like straight up call dudes and offer them cash. I just read the most
0: sanctimonious articles on him. From the same people who are going to be writing articles about how antiquated the system is, and we're already writing those articles. Uh, What's wrong with a strong ass offer, huh?
3: (laughs) That's what's so good about Auburn losing is is that they would have had this vacated just like they would have had twenty nineteen. He loves Bruce (laughs) Pearl, I hear. Had they won, (laughs) Titus?
0: Titus, a big Bruce Pearl guy.
3: Love
4: Bruce Pearl. Yeah, love. Love his energy. Love (sighs) is. How, how I love
0: Shirtless. A, we were talking about this and we got Samson shirtless, which is probably better. And the guys on the set, Charles Barkley was like, I don't ever want to see that again. And I was like, dude, he looks great for his age. He actually does. As much as I hate Bruce Pearl, he does look pretty great oh, for I'm his age. I'm talking about Samson, but Bruce Pearl, we just got you to say that. that oh, <laughs> he, Bruce does. Does. he does. I think does. Bruce Pearl, we were talking about jacked. taking his shirt off. Yeah, that Bruce
4: Pearl, uh, but but Bruce Pearl takes his shirt off all the time. Do think I he's on something?
0: About. He's got to be on something.
4: He's definitely on something. Yeah. T- I mean, he's uh, yeah. yeah. You, told- you you would know, Chris. You're you're the you're
0: the steroid <laughs> dude, guy.
3: Look at my stomach, right?
0: dude. I'll take my shirt <laughs> <laughs> off right now.
3: Titus, you told Dan and PFT that you were you were a proud skinny weak king these days. Yeah. And as yeah. a fellow skinny weak king, I love you, brother. You know. Yeah. Solidarity. Thanks, man. We need to. There's nothing to be need- ashamed of. When we you need come to you again.
0: When you come to Charlottesville again? We can we can lift weights.
3: No, no, that's the thing. <laughs> I'm We're done. not doing I'm, that. It's a I'm waste done of time. lifting weights.
0: It's a waste of time. I said that two years ago and I woke up 235, 2 35 and everybody started asking if I was sick.
4: You know, I as, as much as I joke about how I shitty I was at basketball and all that, I did work out my entire life and lift weights and go through the 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 cycle of trying to stay in shape and all that. And You're I just had rat. I think after i turned 30 i was i was just continuing to i got really fat because once i stopped playing i just stopped doing everything and then i i was like i got to do something so i get back into the workout routine and somewhere in the last couple years i'm like lifting weights like three times a week i'm i'm adding zero muscle mass to my body it's and and i i i'm completely washed up it's not like i'm going out to the beach or to to bars or whatever to to hit on women, and I just said like, why am I sore every day? What's the point of this? What year was what are we this doing? that
0: you were peak fat Titus?
4: I don't know how many pictures I are out just there, looked. I really just looked. I
0: did Mark Titus 2000. And... I like how you said the
3: cycle of working out instead of the ringer of of working out. And I could see your <laughs> brain pivot right there. Uh,
0: I, don't yeah. I don't think you've ever been chubby, Mark. So oh no, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna text page. you a picture.
4: Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna text you a picture. I'm gonna find. I mean there's there's not a lot of pictures out there because I wasn't exactly trying to find a camera when I was uh, hey,
3: it might not be a career highlight when I was two sixty. But I've never 260?
4: been two sixty? I was two sixty. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Dog. I was too I was two sixty.
3: I've never been more proud of of my school than in, in twenty nineteen when Titus came for our little parade and he couldn't move three feet without a college kid buying him a shot, and I was like, "Wow!" Y'all went
0: out that our night. Our kids yeah. know
3: college basketball yeah. bloggers and podcasters, yeah. and writers. Yeah. This yeah. is sick.
0: Yeah, we got smart basketball fans at UVA, and they probably outdraft. I don't, I don't outdraft, know how. Probably you in the all vibes team.
4: I don't know how. I don't know how popular I am there now because I I, I I haven't jumped off the Tony bandwagon, but it's just like you know, Virginia basketball isn't exactly inspiring me like it used hey, to. Four
0: and top, top so one hundred kids coming. Give yeah, us a yeah, give right, us a right. Hang with us. We'll and be Good to know. we'll get you back when we're better and uh and and mark titus we appreciate you uh rallying getting your a- antibodies up and and getting healthy before you come on our podcast
4: next time next time i i, I can't do it just ask bruce pearl that man will say yes to any interview so <laughs> he uh on short notice bruce pearl will run and, well, sounds and, like our and guy. answer the phone all right
0: mark titus you, mark. appreciate you thanks guys See ya. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I got great news for you. WinBet is now offering $200 in free bets for new users. That's right, 200 big ones. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't pass it up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. That's really nice of us. We didn't even pepper them on Ohio State because, like, nobody's surprised. San Francisco's surprised, but not me. I mean, what are you going to say? V for Villanova. People in Philly say Villanova is not a Philly school. That's what some people were saying to me yesterday.
3: Hey, who am I? You know, it's really more Bryn Mawr
0: yeah. than yeah. Philadelphia. Are you Jay? Are you Jay? Are you no, i Howie Long. That's oh, Howie, Howie Long. Long? No. I tried
3: to clear my throat oh. beforehand. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know. yeah, 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 yeah. I was it try- is more Bryn Mawr than Philly. Yeah, I was, but that's but what he said I still feel the Philadelphia pride when they when they make a deep tourney run. So you, you know everybody's excited as fuck up there. I think that could be a lot of fun. Nova deep run. Hey, any Philly football news? Did I give Fletcher Cox a fake funeral the other day? Like uh, like like John Ham uh, and Albert Brooks in curb your enthusiasm. I don't know if you guys are gonna get this. But I think the concept is hilarious. The other day, we're sitting there, like doing a live stream or a podcast or something, and I find out F- Fletcher Cox gets released. And I, of course, I'm not shocked because I know, you know, something might have been on the horizon, like in the way of a move this off season, and he's making a lot of money and that sort of thing. And so I just go down this like five minute rabbit hole on like what a great guy he is, uh, who he survived by. <laughs> you know, like him not playing in Philly anymore is just a really sad thing because he had such a great career there. I gave him a fake funeral. I was John Hamm Howie Roseman was um Larry David. Maybe Larry. Walking off saying, nah. Yeah. Albert Brooks isn't dead. Fletcher Cox isn't dead. If Did you haven't seen it the episode, go see the episode. I don't think he made it a day. Fletcher, you didn't even make it a day. Yep. Welcome back. He has risen. Cox has risen. Cox has risen. Cox is risen. Cox is risen. Cox is risen. Yeah. yeah. Merch yeah. story. Yeah, Easter, 2022. (laughs) Cox has risen. He's back. Yeah. So, uh, Fletcher, all the things I said about you, I meant them. Love you, dude. Like, absolutely love you. Glad you're still playing for the Eagles. But needless to say, it's good to see he's back in Midnight Green. And that creates a big logjam for them up front, right? Uh, You've got Hassan Reddick now, Josh Sweat. That's right. um, Brandon Graham, who we had on the live stream. He was a quarterback. Uh, Jalen Hurts okay All right. not for a lack of them trying to do a few other things but bake no I don't think you take Baker over Jalen Hurts I think okay. you, you stick with Jalen Hurts this year and figure it out so I just wanted to put that out there when I when I went Villanova kid on Fletch's career in Philadelphia the other day I didn't know that he was is risen
1: more NFL news the Rams made a bunch of big splashes they agreed to a three-year, forty-five million deal with Allen Robinson. Extended Matt Stafford four years, one hundred and sixty million, and then traded Robert Woods to the Tennessee Titans.
0: I'm really sad about the Robert Woods thing for Robert Woods, but honestly, I think he's going to be really valued in Tennessee. I'm more excited for Tennessee than when they they signed Julio Jones, and that's not just me going hindsight as twenty twenty. This offense needs a little shot in the arm especially like you need to mitigate for the fact that you might have to create some run game if Derrick Henry's not the same next year or the year after get the ball out to this guy in the perimeter you can use him to block you can use him in a multitude of ways i really love Robert Woods he's one of my favorite all-time rams for a guy that didn't play in st louis and you know uh, i didn't play with i really love Robert Woods and Allen Robinson's got big shoes to f- to fill there and a lot to prove we were sitting around talking about Allen Robinson Uh, being on a prove it deal, like if Evan Ingram's getting a $9 million prove it deal, what kind of prove it deal is Allen Robinson gonna get? Well, it turned out he was just waiting for the right place. I think more than anything, we said last year at the beginning of the season, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods used to get a lot of targets, he didn't get as many in the beginning of the season. Cooper Cup was getting all the targets. This could be something as simple as like Matt Stafford prefers not to wait around for a guy that he wasn't really hell-bent on throwing the ball to anyways. And maybe he's just got more of a connection with the other receivers. Maybe it just doesn't work with their kind of new look offense a little bit as much. But I am I am bummed for Robert Woods.
1: Speaking about a shot in the arm for the Titans, if Robert Woods can go back to his 2020-2019 um, season with the Rams— and really get into that running game yep. and help in the blocking. Uh, he's coming off his ACL, and he's he'll turn 30 next month. So if you can turn the clock back, he will help that offense. No question. I mean, think
0: about it. You got, got a guy like AJ Brown. You want to get the ball to right now. You need somebody to block for him on the perimeter. That's a pretty good. And is option.
3: Julio elsewhere? Is that right? Currently a free Woods. agent. Free agent. Okay. Okay. If you're
0: uh, you just went
3: through it, but if you're LA, you
0: prefer an Allen Robinson or a Robert Woods? I prefer a healthy Robert Woods, but the thing that I'm not sure about is what Matt Stafford prefers. Okay, and like that's the guy who just won him a Super Bowl, and it's not like uh, you years. know, like he never got a chance to get into rhythm with him. Maybe you start over with a healthy guy this year. It's not like uh, you know Matt Stafford's a spring chicken or on a ten-year deal. I know he just signed, and that's great and everything, and they seem to be actually somehow like. You know, sticking the landing, burning all this draft capital. Like, I kind of think they're going to be good again next year. Well, and the pressure's off. They want it. I'll give you one guy they're going to miss, Sebastian Joseph Day, who's down in uh, the other side of L.A., now. Same building, but.
1: The Packers traded Devontae Adams to the Raiders. Packers get a 2022 first-round pick and a 2022 second. Raiders get Devontae Adams. A lot of people were not stoked on this Packers deal they uh the green light twitter channel tweeted out a patagonia fleece in yeah. response to uh the news of this trade so the but, packers
0: didn't have a choice read you know i think we see this a lot now with players that refuse to play under the tag or something like they don't have the leverage you know the teams that are trying to deal these players to do it and get the right amount of uh picks for a guy like Devonte adams so you knew if they were gonna have to trade him they were probably gonna get fleeced and for the Raiders, this is a really great move. You get the best receiver in football, people were calling him last year. Uh, one of the things that hurt them last year was with some of the issues they had at wide receiver, and I'm using that word like very broadly, They, their offense kind of sputtered tail end of the season. This is a guy they can get the ball to, no problem. A couple things I want to float, and I'm floating them. I don't know this, but if I'm a player and a new offensive coordinator comes in and I'm a receiver— uh, you know, maybe it's not just about the quarterback. Maybe I'm gonna. Maybe this says something about a vote of confidence or or not a vote of confidence for the new guy. And maybe he's gonna miss the uh, the 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 Daniel Hackett. Get me the ball in every situation, run game, create you know a perimeter quick quick options. Your RPOs. They had very creative ways that they got him the ball last year. Maybe he saw a little sneak peek at where they're going. Didn't love it. Or maybe he just loves Derek Carr way more than anybody could have anticipated. That somebody as cool as Devontae Adams would love a Derek Carr college teammates, Fresno or, State. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe it's the fact that the Packers aren't that fucking good. Everybody nowadays. It's funny. We always want to encourage players to um, not prioritize the money first, right? Like, and you always want to encourage players. Uh, to follow their heart. Maybe his heart's in Vegas. Well, maybe the money's there too. No state tax. But more importantly, when we look at like judging him on account of maybe he doesn't want to win, well, maybe he does want to win and maybe that's why he's going to, to, to Vegas. Maybe he sees, uh, you know, a young, exciting team and a new offensive head, head football coach coaching a team that played in the exact same amount of playoff games as the Green Bay Packers this year. The exact same amount of playoff games. How they got there, all the same. But this was the best Green Bay team, I thought, in years. And I thought this was their, their year to do it. And they got beat by Jimmy G at home. So, like, maybe we should stop, like, wagging the finger at Devontae Adams for seeming like he's not, you know, he doesn't care about winning. Maybe the, the Raiders are going to be pretty good. And for all the drama that there was in Las Vegas, plenty of drama in Green Bay, too. I just think it's funny. Packers fans, I read a lot of it. Understandably, you're upset. But, um, like, maybe the Raiders are just as good this year. I don't know. It's warmer. And additionally, it's funny as fuck because we know the whole thing was Aaron Rodgers needing weapons and we got strung along on this big saga and Helen of Troy did turn out to be Randall Cobb. I don't Troy. know if Devontae Adams is in that movie. I've never seen the movie Troy with Brad Pitt.
1: Hector! Another prove-it deal. Juju Smith-Schuster gets a one-year $10.75 million deal from the Chiefs including a $2 million incentive if they make it to their fifth straight AFC championship.
0: So I like this, and I know Juju's not popular, and I feel like there's so many Steelers fans, and fans of the Steelers have a negative connotation with Juju because they expected a lot from him, and it's really hard to judge a receiver who does a lot of different things on just his receiving like TikTok. yards. Well, yeah, and I, I'm not... It's so funny, I'm not on the the TikTok thing. It's it's because Juju, the football player, could not be any less TikTok-y. Like he, he really, when he got in the league, I was like, oh this guy's physical, he blocks, he blows people up, he's the next Heinz Ward. Well that turned out not to be true, but I really think he's the type of guy that can really help Kansas City. We've been waiting for them. To, to pick up a number two that they could depend on, you know, since Sammy Watkins, where Mahomes felt like he was in rhythm and could hit people underneath other than Travis Kelsey or a back out of the backfield. Like, this is a guy, you've got your burners, you've got your Hardmans, you've got your Tyreek kills. now you've got a guy who can catch the ball, you know, eight yards down the field and, and move the sticks. Uh, when, when Travis Kelsey's taking away a bunch of, of attention and you can go underneath to a Juju guy and he does Kind of like the guy we were just talking about. He does a lot of different stuff for them. So I like this signing.
1: He turns 25 years old and uh, uh-huh. 2017 to 2020, he led the NFL in yards after the catch, a number that will only go up in the Chiefs offense. That's, your, that's
3: your opinion, Cowboy.
1: Yeah, it's my opinion. You know, It's a good damn It's a opinion. great stat.
3: It's a great stat.
1: Falcons re-signed Cordero Patterson, two years, 10.5 million.
0: Good, good for him. Sure. Bad team, bad team, cool player, cool player. And the big loser in the Deshaun trade, which we we can kind of close the show on. Like, I think this Deshaun trade makes, I said this yesterday, I was like, we should talk tomorrow about, you know, who's got the best opportunity to win that division and subsequently make a run. And, you know, Cleveland's probably the best team. Mm -hmm. That's not to say, I think they're going to win the division, but on paper, they're probably the best team, you know, and, um, yeah, you know, if you had those two teams going head to head right now, I think Cleveland would be favored on paper. I think the biggest loser in that in that trade, and again, we're not going to talk about Deshaun, the person. You know, like civil cases are pending; the criminal stuff is not happening. Take from that what you will. Um, I'm going to try to just stick to football. Uh, I think that Matt Ryan's the biggest loser in this whole thing because I was hoping that he got shipped down to Atlanta, which would give Matt. An opportunity to go land in like an indie and win and now i don't know what's going to happen to matt ryan so
1: narrator matt ryan would ultimately find his way to the colts adversity if you learn to use it the right way it'll buy you a ticket to a place you couldn't have gotten any other way
0: we'll talk more about the deshaun thing but if you're going to rank the quarterbacks in the division it's tough to do uh The Mason
3: Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky, uh, Dwayne Haskins, three-headed monster at four.
0: Yeah, because you can't add up the sum of all the parts. And content doesn't matter. But Lamar's three, dude. And yet, MVP talk, beginning of this most recent year. I know. It's just crazy to think about this division and what it turned into all of a sudden.
3: Yeah, he's three.
0: Great player. Third best quarterback in the the division. It says something about the quality of play we're going to see in that division. I
3: think there's Sean, too, just because of a year off and... It could be two years off. I know we're not talking about it, but there is the caveat that he might be suspended by the league.
0: Yeah, no question, which was built into that contract, depending yep. on how you feel about that. But the interesting thing about Baltimore is that they have a ton of picks this offseason. A lot of them came their way uh, because of the Orlando Brown movement and some other things. But like, they have a real important draft here when it comes to the future of this team. And and like convincing Lamar Jackson that they are doing enough to make him not want to do the thing that he talked about doing earlier, which was like play, play it out, hit, hit free agency, and see what happens.
3: I might want to say Lamar still
0: won. Isn't that, okay. isn't that wild? No, good. No, let's and save I, that for another day. I yeah, need to save think for on another that more. day. Save for another day. I'll give you another one. I like Gerald Everett to LA, I think, is a, is a nice signing for them. He kind of busted in Seattle, he was inconsistent. I, I was excited about that signing, but nothing worked in Seattle this year. Which nothing. LA?
3: Which LA?
0: LA Chargers. Okay, they've, they're they doing a lot. A lot of yak. And I think this team has as good a chance as anybody to win the AFC West. In fact, you know, like I like him to win the AFC West. Wow. Uh, yeah, so listen. He's going to help. Jared Cook's a different kind of player. He's got a different kind of shake. Gerald Everett, that's exciting for them. Dante Fowler in Dallas, I don't mind that. One year, $5 million, Dan Quinn reunion. Bobby Wagner wants to play there. Um, I think Dante Fowler is a guy that looked good in L.A., tough playing in Jacksonville, but had some success, and then didn't look great in Atlanta, but that was a dog shit setting for him. So I I would buy the dip there looking at some of these contracts other guys are getting. Buy low, sell high. Oh, right. oh, Rasul Douglas, three years, twenty-one million dollars. We used to, to gamble twenty dollars on pool games. He's not gambling twenty dollars on pool games anymore. See notes.
1: Lael Collins to Cincinnati. I love that up one. That offensive line
0: had to have it. He's a badass, dude. I'll tell you this about Lael Collins: like he's just a badass, and uh, and playing him, it's pretty apparent, like. He's just a tone setter, and he did it for Dallas. He's not the best pass blocker of all time, but boy, is he physical. Some guys, when you pass rush them, it's still a physical exercise. And with uh, Leo Collins, it is that. Like, you could be rushing him and get your, you need an adjustment in your neck. His punch is so strong. If he just grazes you with his hand, it hurts. You know, like there's a physicality to everything he does. And so he gives them an improvement in the pass game. But, uh, you know, like a, a tone-setting kind of edge. And it will help them in the run game as well, sideline to sideline. I know, I know how they like to get. He'll be good at that stuff.
1: I'd like to ask you guys a question. Who is number 99 for the L.A. Rams?
3: 99? Aaron right. Donald. Dude.
1: If Urban Meyer was in this room, four out of five of us would know who. Right. I heard about 99. that. I heard about Urban the Meyer. Ramses. There was a great article in The Athletic today by Mike Sando and Jason Jenks. Mm-hmm. The article is titled the most toxic environment I've ever been a part of. And it details Urban Meyer's disastrous stint in Jacksonville.
0: I got to believe somebody's piling on here with the and Donald thing. Like, hey, have you heard about this 99 guy? I hear he could hurt us. Like that sounds like a joke you would tell, but everything so far with Urban Meyer, the jokes are actually not jokes. Like the punchlines are not punchlines. They're real.
1: John Brown had screwed up a, a route in a preseason game and was working after practice with trevor lawrence urban meyer walked over and told trevor you have to slow it down for him these boys from the south their transcripts ain't right
3: well ain't isn't ain't isn't, that's exactly
1: where i was going
3: ain't ain't a problem there urban it's a problem urban
0: definitely don't call him rural meyer
3: hey see you friday take hey care you friday, of
0: Take care.